Good day, good evening, good night, good morning, I guess, wherever <laughs> you are. <laughs> hey, time will turn back in Europe, okay? It's all behind in Europe right now. And welcome to a wonderful podcast. Since I'm not recording, I don't remember what number we are, but we're probably in the 160s, but you know. I think we're like in 170, but just because you haven't been doing the official recording does not mean you get to slack on your job as the host. Get it together. Look, it's co-hosting, okay? So which means that if I mess up on the if I drop the ball, you know, I got two <laughs> ladies to pick it up for me. You but are anyway, so fired. Welcome back. We uh you know we only come out for Roger Federer and he came out for <laughs> Oh my god, that's brutal. You're so bad. <laughs> that's not so well, let me tell you I, I, I mean you... that's the only reason why I wake up early in the morning on the weekend. I told you, I told you, I told you Nina that you could like we'll know she's dead if Federer is playing and she's not tweeted. Like <laughs> Although I don't really tweet during Federer's matches normally. But <laughs> so, let me tell let me give you a little so last week when apparently, you know, Stanley decided to give Murray a title. Someone was just like, oh, my God, I can't wait to hear what y'all are going to say about Murray when the podcast come out. It's like, oh, we ain't doing a podcast this week. They're like, how come? What's wrong? <laughs> no, it's not the reason. We do it every other week for the most part. Listen, this is what happens to Kenneth in the fall. Come on now. Are we getting together this week? <laughs> but anyway, before I go any further, I was like, who celebrates that? Like, <laughs> a whole ass Ooh. podcast for that? Like, why would we? But before I go any further, let me introduce my co-hostesses with the mostesses. I am nothing without these ladies. We have Andreen from Soli Tennis, Soli Tennis Travels. How are you today, lady? I'm very good. Are you home? I'm home and um, still in my nightgown, so I think the morning's going well. Okay. <laughs> and just for the record, people, we are not on camera, so... <laughs> <laughs> There will be no flashing of anything today. Just no flashing of body parts, Janina. Okay, it's actually um, <laughs> raining in New York, so there might be flashing lightning. Lightning. Oh, but that, that's about it. And we have Janina from far in Ohio. How are you today, girl? Did your did your football team win? I don't know. They haven't the... played yet, but I'm gonna make a strong, bold prediction. They're what? gonna lose. Oh, well. <laughs> they're oh. playing the New England Patriots today. Oh, it's probably not happening. Oh, girl, we ain't talking about those people. We're, we're talking about your your football college people. Oh, um, <clears throat> they won. Big okay. shout out to Ohio State University who took That's down Tony's Badgers. Um, apparently, I harassed him. So much. <laughs> Listen, I got blocked twice. This motherfucker blocked me twice. And do you know? Do you know he had the nerve to be like, "Follow me back." I said, for what? You blocked me twice, bitch. Twice. I said, I should screenshot all this and put it out there on public like you did me. Yeah, Tony was in a bad place yesterday. He is such a poor sport when it comes to sports. It's We got to pray for him. Y'all pray for Tony. Girl, love. On the list of things we need to pray for, Tony, unfortunately, Tony... (laughs) You're not on Tony, you don't make it. You're not on top 10. You're on the list, Tony. But you're way down here because trust me, if prayers are real and prayers are answered, trust me, God got a whole long list of shit he needs because this world is coming to naught. But, and of course, we have the homosexual of the podcast, Reels. So, ladies, so 
uh, quite a few things have been happening in tennis world lately. I mean, for actual tennis, actual playing tennis. You know, usually when we do podcasts, it's what's happening off the tennis court that's far more interesting. That's what's happening on the court. So let me just do a little um, scoreboarding for the things that happened while we were away. So we have in Moscow, Rublev won his hometown. I don't know if he's from Moscow, but, you know, his country title. We have Murray given a gift in Anvers. And we have Shapov, Dennis, whatever his last name is. Oh I, don't care, I don't care for him. <laughs> Shapov. Shapalava, whatever his name is. God, I don't like this kid. I'm sorry. He won in <laughs> Stockholm. And we had the B finals for the WTA ladies in Zuhai. I mean, I'm not going to lie. That shit has not been relevant since Venus won that for the first time to get into the top 10. I'm just saying. I'm, I'm, you know what? It, no it, shade. It, no, <laughs> it's, you know what it is? It's the sequencing. So, like, let me ask you, like, theoretically, like, in terms of framing and how I'm supposed to think about it. Am I supposed to think of Zuai as, like, a runner-up event for people who didn't quite make it to Shenzhen? Is that how I'm supposed to frame sure, it? I, I don't Listen, even know. Listen, because... we have been over this a million times. <laughs> it should never happen before. No, well, no, no, actually, no, 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 before, be before after. in the past, it used to be, used after, to be after, after, which made a little, which was, which was sort of, which weird. makes sense, but in some sense now made more sense. Cause it's like, oh, I couldn't make it to the final, but here's a consolation tournament and no, it comes after, just... I don't know. <laughs> it's not okay. First and foremost, somebody got to explain to these people how wrong Robin work. Okay. <laughs> because you can't have 12 people in wrong Robin. And put three people in four groups. And, and three people in a group for you to have four groups. And then call it wrong Robin. It's a hot mess. <laughs> it is a hot fucking I'll, mess. I'll be brutally honest about Zuhai. I couldn't really, I couldn't mentally wrap my mind around it enough. Like, I mean, I knew who we're playing. And actually, it's a good group of people. I mean, this yeah, is like, it, a, is. I mean, it typically is. Yeah, it's legitimately a good group of ladies playing. But I just couldn't care enough. <laughs> and apparently, neither could the fans. Because honestly, there were 10 Girl. people there. <laughs> Girl, no. Except, except mm. for the final. I think I, I noticed that I noticed that the final had a lot maybe, more people. I think maybe. The weekend. I think, yeah, you know, I, I just think when to go out to these things, whatever, just pay school children to come. They'll make noise. <laughs> they don't give a shit. Just get them some popcorn and some juice and whatever. Just get somebody in the crowd. That, that I swear sounds to God. abusive. It sounds abusive when you say popcorn and juice. <laughs> well, I mean, I'm going to, I was, I almost said something, but I'm, I'm going to refrain. I mean, I don't care what you give them because I mean, look, I swear at one match I was I was looking at, I swear it's only the people's team were there. Mm -hmm. Just the just the people who had to be there, like the officials. There were more people on court that weren't <laughs> in the stands. Come on now. Like it's not a good look. Otherwise, just simply tell the camera people, don't show up. Don't show above court level and y'all have a laugh track or cloud a crowd track or something <laughs> like you know like <laughs> look you know what it looks you like have a laugh track. <laughs> you know like when you go to um, a major and they have like they open the stadium courts for the top players like yeah. when roger federer or serena 
practices an art to ash and there's a sprinkling of people, that's what it looked like. <laughs> Actually, that's being generous. There's usually more than <laughs> people listen okay and you know what i mean but i mean and honestly i think um and it's actually come up a few times uh how we're supposed to deal with the numbers right how we're supposed to deal with um playing a major event without a crowd um and how we're supposed to talk about it and and what that means i mean because that happens on the tour quite frequently but you would think with something like mostly in asia though yeah, mostly in Asia. But you would think with a tournament like Zoo High, which is a sort of cumulative tournament, right? It's for it's not like a regular part of the tour, so you can't be like, oh, well, you know. But you would think with a little bit more advertising dollars and a little bit more, you know, But how you know, could punch, they? I mean, how they going to... Because here's the thing. You can't... They can't be a run-up to Zoo High. Because here's the thing. Here's what you're really going to say, right? For those who can't make it to the A-team, <laughs> that's the <amazing. laughs> Listen, but it's not a legitimate B team. It's more. It's actually a strong B team. So I, I mean, mean, you can I sell get that. that. I get that. But no, no one's working for Zuhai. Okay, everyone's wait, working wait, for Sensei. You know what? You know what Zuhai should do though. Can so, I tell you what they should do? The next time the, they should they should aim to get Serena. It's the right timing. <laughs> no, I. You know what I think it is. I honestly, I think it's. Listen, Asian people go to work. They're not coming to tennis during the week i really think that's what it is they're working and they're not taking off they don't no. do that there they don't do it well i'm telling you then stop taking these there people. are lots of people that are not working you, just you know what i mean, oh. up. I, mean, I, mean I mean here's the other thing you, you can do anybody up nothing good's ever come good ever comes out of that but you know well, i would love to know if it's expensive to attend there I don't, well, it doesn't look like it look <laughs> what do you mean it doesn't look I like mean, it? What you... does cheap tennis look like, Andrew? <laughs> I mean, with those stands, I'm thinking no, they anybody out of the street to honest, come in. in. Asia, it hasn't been... I mean, like, my experience of traveling in Asia and paying for tennis there, it hasn't been prohibitively expensive. But that's maybe for a tourist. For locals, I'm not sure. But you're probably right. It is definitely probably about um, uh, the, the day of the week and working and all of that. But... I don't know. I feel like if the right people are in the mix, people show up. Well, you know what's funny? Well, we um, know that's true. This happened in um uh, recently the world the recently concluded um athletics championships. Mm -hmm. They were having in Doha. They were complaining about crowd and whatever the case may be. But when the weekend showed up and there was high jump and their man was in the high jump competitions and he was a favorite to win, all those people showed up and showed out. They yeah, I think bit. it's so, about incentives. It's about right. incentives. So, I think there, there's, there's be, too. Yeah, it's the right mixture. It's the right mixture of like not enough, not enough name recognition in the people that are there, um, and then also probably the work issue. I was just curious about how far Zuhai is from Shenzhen. But it looks like have... there's like a couple of options. It looks like it's a couple of hours. So it's not like it's like a totally different part of the country. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> like, well, you oh, I'm also... getting tennis in an area that I'm not usually getting tennis. No, it's like two hours away from each other. Well, traditionally, um, China is not a tennis country. They've only been in the, 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 the incentive to tennis is often, you know, when there's a player, right? When they have a player, they're mm -hmm. all out for the player. Like, it's... Yeah, it's always Japan. there's got to be local love. A local incentive, a local love, and maybe they should try the thing that the Milan does, ATP Next Gen, 
it all it's you know they they put a wild card in there and the wild card just happened to always be Italian. So <laughs> you gotta go with what you know. No, I mean I do think that you have to think about creating incentives. Listen, if you are trying to create a tournament that has it a crowd is important. You know, I know the players get up there and they say it's so nice to have the crowd support when there's like two people there. And I mean I think they're almost just programmed to say it. But it's need that energy. Sort of, That's got to yeah, suck, need, man. Yeah, you need that, like, oomph and that energy. So they've got to do something. Otherwise, it just feels like practice. <laughs> I mean, they don't look. But, you know, the interesting thing is they're not approaching it like practice. They're really they're really playing their heart out. But I think at the same time, I'll be honest, too. Some tennis players, I think, are used to that because, I mean, they come from juniors. You know, no one shows up watching juniors nowadays. So they probably. Well, there are some people on the high level <laughs> parts of the tour that people don't show up to watch and they're used to it. Let's be real. Yeah, I mean, I just, it just, it doesn't really go well when you put the package together for TV, though. When you put well, that package together, right. no one I, there. It's like, I, why do, why does no one care um, about this? Except for the, obviously, the people watching it on stream, struggling to find uh, like the, uh, And that's my point. Am. Since <laughs> no one's watching it, they, this shit should be given away free online. I mean, well, that's just, <laughs> there should be a message on my phone saying, you want to watch Zoo High? Click this link. You know what I mean? It's like, true. Yeah, we have this conversation years. every year at this time of the year. We really do, and it's not changing. No, well, people they say need to figure it out. Years, right? They, I think, for a long time, the thing had been the thing. The, the language had been you have to wait. Um, well, then I think we should time. be seeing a progressive increase in attendance, and I don't think we're seeing that. Well, this I think is, they're waiting. Is, they're waiting for the Lena wave, right? This Wasn't is, that, this that's is part what of the language be. around it is Lena is going to send a wave of um, Asian tennis players to the forefront. Does she have they, an academy? Um, I think she is doing something there. So, okay. like, I think, but it's like, but I think there's this assumption I, that one player could generate a ton of. I mean, I think you're seeing a little bit of that language with, um, with. Um, our favorite with Osaka people talk about that she's inspiring young people and she's inspiring people with their gear and the things that they buy and stuff like that but translating in it one thing I, I mean this is just an aside but I was talking to a friend about this and she works for a tennis studio she works for a tv studio and one of the things that's really weird is you can't assume that just because someone is purchasing gear or even watching it or even talking about it on social media that it actually translates into action in the real world sure there are two different activities you know Absolutely. what i mean Absolutely. It's, it's true um <laughs> this happened um i'm a quick thing that just popped to my mind it's happened with um there's a television series called Young Justice, an animated series using DC comics like the sidekick, the younger sidekick. And that was pretty popular. But they canceled it initially because no one was buying merchandise. They couldn't translate the popularity from people talking about it, about the, watching the actual show, into selling gear like you would see people buying Batman and Superman and Wonder Woman gear. It was a no-go, so they just ended the show. And then like five, six, seven years later... Because the way in which social media worked, everyone talked about it, talked about it, talked about it, and they brought back the show for another season. Mm -hmm. uh, so whether it was, a, again, I think because it's but now it's only available on the exclusive content, like, you know, they have their own streaming service. Um, again, I think they are, again, struggling for that kind of viewership and popularity because they've made it, they brought it back, but now it's not accessible to everyone. Mm. So, you know, so it, it's one of those things that I think you, you kind of have to... You have to work if you're gonna talk about growing the sport. Mm -hmm. 
-hmm. you have to talk about growing this focus on growing the sport and mm -hmm. you have to let some things go you can't be trying to make that money grab at the beginning because there's no one there you know what i mean like we we're not but we're not signing up for something or being excited about something when we're having difficulty watching it and just to show you how the wta didn't care about this event guess who they brought for this Guess who they brought out to make some sort of excitement for this? Stephanie Graf. I mean, I mean seriously. For, I mean, what, what do you say about that? People, the, people have a strong. People love, love her. What do you? Why do you say that? And listen to me. People love Stephanie Graf. She a full hand, whatever. But Stephanie Graf ain't the life of the party. It ain't. <laughs> That's true. You're she, not gonna get much she, from her. She ain't bringing nobody to the party. Stephanie just bringing herself, maybe her kids, and that's just it. She's just coming with an attitude. Mm -hmm. And that ain't what you want. Okay, if you're going to bring somebody to this event and you're trying to attract things, I think the WTA should also look into getting people from all over the world to come in. Speak to the people who've been who signing the checks in China and say, look, y'all better work on some kind of visa travel deal so that we can get people from all over the world to come to this event. None of these players are from China, so let the people from their own home country come out here and show up and show out. You can well, bring you know some tools I mean... or something. They made sure that there was a Chinese player in representation at Zuhai. Um, she came in, I think her name is Yang. But I think that, um, I think, you know, I think even Lina says it. By the way, Lina doesn't have a tennis academy yet. She's planning to build one. But I think she says, you know, even developing um, investments and doing all that stuff is not a guarantee that you're going to have success. You know, I mean, it's like, it's a tricky formula. No, of course not. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's hard to figure out who's going to listen. Let's look at look at how people are asking why is Coco so popular. You never know why a player is going to resonate and why people have a hunger to suddenly see them. You know what I mean? It's like you think you're going to be able to sort of control that dynamic, but and you do the best you can, but it's a little bit of a happenstance about why yeah. someone is compelling and why another isn't. But here's the thing, yeah. though. We've been trying to both the ATP and the WTA have been trying, and mind you, the ATP in Shanghai weren't pulling in big numbers, right? They had a sizable crowd there, right? But, I mean, in some spots, because the way the stands are built, they kind of have these sort of, like, box rows and whatever, box yeah, section. Weird. You can almost tell, you can't really tell what's happening. Yeah, and I they, they experienced it in the evening time, right. you see crowds It almost looked like, like a labyrinth. It's almost, yeah. I think, we'll see, people might be lost trying to get to <laughs> That might be the thing. A minotaur may have just eaten them in the labyrinth somewhere. Oh my gosh. <laughs> that might be the issue. Hmm. But I, I mean, we've been trying to, I think the ATP and the WTA need to be honest about what's really happening here. And when people talk about the crowd numbers, they just have to eat that, eat that duck, basically. Because really what's happening is that you're just there for the money. Because yeah. we've been trying to make tennis success. It's like making for it's almost like 20 years. Sense. Yeah, it's like trying to make something happen. What is that? What's the, is that in Clueless? Is that where that is? Stop trying, trying to make squeeze. stop trying to make fetch happen. Exactly, <laughs> you're trying to squeeze blood from stone. Look, I mean, for years the World Tour Finals used to be in Shanghai, right? Then yeah. they give Shanghai a Masters, and you have like the three most popular tennis players on the men's side for years now. Okay, Roger Federer didn't even need the other two. Roger was coming. Roger was showing up and showing up. And you had a group, a good group of charismatic guys back in the day with Safin, you know. You so I mean the ATP wasn't struggling for charisma and you know flashy people, whatever the case may be. And still, you can't get people excited about tennis.
that they they can't even you know what I mean like maybe the it's a cultural thing that Janina point out they don't they don't have time to take off for the days or whatever the case may be but maybe ATP and tennis pro tennis just need to be like look we are gonna we are sacrificing the crowds for the cash well they already said that I think we all are aware of that right I mean and and that maybe just I mean obviously they're playing the long game. But the long game is a really long game. <laughs> really, really long. Girl. And I think you're losing people in the process they of got playing the that Olympics. long ass I game. I mean, like we have, they have. I mean, they have tried everything to try to make things popular in that region. <clears throat> I mean, like Beijing is getting the Winter Olympics in 2022. Yeah. So, I mean, I don't know what else. At this point, we need to go someplace else. You know what? I'm just saying, if y'all go to Africa, y'all would never struggle with with, with crowds. I'm telling you. I don't know. Who's the guarantee of that? I mean, the giraffes would come out. (laughs) I think everybody would be there. Everybody. I mean, you see what they did with World Cup in South Africa? And also, they may need to do India. Like, how come India only has one tournament? (laughs) Well, you know those those things. Because they're broke, too. (laughs) Listen, every country is broke. Listen, every country except the Middle East and Asia is broke. Okay. Well, and look where your tournaments are. You know know what's funny, right? Because a lot of these sports agencies are refusing to put up dollars Mm -hmm. for these things. They're making the country do it. So that's why people are not willing to host well, a lot that's of why olympic things. countries go broke after the olympics and they don't want the olympics anymore do you know that you know those things in south africa from the world cup there's a swellers those noisy things yeah yeah those things are so popular they're winter games they're that shit is like at every biathlon event <laughs> and you can't get any more not <laughs> than you're in the scandinavian countries so i'm telling you well nonetheless so, the zuhai tournament did happen go to africa and... that's all i'm saying go to africa I mean, or actually don't go to Africa. I don't like it when anybody goes to Africa. Nothing good ever comes out of that adventure. (laughs) But I don't mean that. I don't I don't mean that against the Africans. Let's just (laughs) say when Europeans go to Africa. Exactly. (laughs) Doesn't always work out well. So (laughs) for um, the Africans. (laughs) uh, Maybe let's ask the Africans if they want it first. True. It's true. I think that I think Asian tournaments want to be there. So they're they're there and they're willing to (laughs) put the money down for it um uh yeah in the final it was sabalenka versus as um kiki burton's which you know what i mean that's that's a, that's a good final. that's a good final it is a good final mm-hmm. did I you could get have a been in miami final, final. Mm. you know when i check it was already over so i was just like oh well <laughs> <laughs> tennis fans people tennis fans but this you know what you know what i was fans. I'm just saying, I was I, w- I was rooting for Sabalenka all the way. So I mean, so was everybody, I guess. I don't know. Um, and, and you know what? And what? this is how committed Kiki was. Kiki was on a flight, a uh, train, a uh, bus to Shenzhen, to Shenzhen because she's there. She's the first alternate. Listen, Kiki, collect those, che- collect the checks, Kiki, collect <laughs> the checks. <laughs> yeah, because oh, honestly, um, I think that's some news. Um, the WTA finals is the biggest jackpot. Um, there is. Yeah, it's been a while. Yeah, it, I think when of I think all when of that, tennis. I know when that news came out, there was a lot of um. Julie you know, Simone shit his pants. Julie Simone was. <laughs> yeah. People were really, really, people were really happy about it. Listen, you too can check, collect a big check in front of an empty crowd. There's <laughs> <laughs> how big the check is. Oh my is. god! So you know what? WJ is answering that long philosophical philosophical question. 
If a tree falls in the forest, does it make a sound? Well, hey, if you win a tournament and no one's around to watch, the check still cashes. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> they they have they have solved that problem with yeah. a big old damn flat check. And so, but the I check is only you... available if you don't lose. <laughs> No. <laughs> so you gotta win you gotta win all five matches serena this had your name all over it because you, you know i was, match just, seven, I was you, just gonna say just how matches. interesting how interesting is it that this is the biggest check in sport and people the biggest stars choose not to even show up <laughs> wow, that's really jacked up i'm just saying opportunity for everyone else so let's 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 recap for everyone who is in shangzen so I know um, Ashley Body. Yes, love Ashley Body. Today, uh, well, I watched the matches today. She played Belinda Benchich, who is no, so that's number one and number oh, two. I thought that was today. That no, was, was today. This, it was this morning. So, so it's the top half <laughs> in... is playing. Yeah, so the top half is playing today. So that was uh, so that's Osaka Kapitova and Body and Benchich are in the top half. The bottom mm-hmm. half is the what's her name. Um, Pliskova, the one who makes money, of course. Um, and I tell you who the other three ladies are. When I'm gonna say them, I'm gonna be like, oh my god, I knew this from New York. Spidalina. Spidalina, yes, because Pliskova is playing Spidalina. Oh, and Andrescu is playing Halab. Oh, Halab, Halab, yeah. That's you know, Halab it's a fantastic. It's a huh? fantastic. Yeah, Halab is there. I mean, Halab I did not oh, realize that. Is she in the picture? For folks who are listening, for folks who are listening, we are gonna deal with that picture. Yes, we're gonna deal with it till the end. <laughs> so, thank you. Uh, <laughs> yes, she was there. You, you wouldn't have recognized Halla because she was only wearing half of a dress. I so didn't probably- recognize her no, at all. How do, you, how do you not recognize the person in blue? That atrocious <laughs> blue dress. Anyway, I think <laughs> that just in general, it was so shocking and hard to look at. I quit looking at it. No, I kept looking at it for all the details. It's like for I feel like it's gonna go down um in history like the Jesus painting where every, every <laughs> Jesus and his disciples you see new things. That's that's the new So you're saying that every year the WTA uh, finals photo is providing you with a Da Vinci Last Communion Last Supper um inspiration yes because every time you look at it you see something more atrocious than the next and this year is the pinnacle of it you know you know the classic iconic wta photo has been the one with all the ladies sitting on sitting on sitting on chairs on their phones right it has it has and that all the... was and that wasn't even sanctioned okay that was just like yeah a, it was just it was just a side photo see that's why sometimes the best photos aren't staged Hint, hint. Anyway, <laughs> so you know, so it's like look this year so, though. Wait, 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 wait. Let me just put it out here, people. The United States of America <laughs> is being run by a motherfucking circus, and I mean that legit. Stop it's it. clonery. Stop it. it doesn't matter. We Stop. are we are literally watching clonery at its finest, and that's me being kind. Stop Moving it. on. Yeah. We are three blocks by people in Trump America. Move the <laughs> fuck on. I know. We want to keep this podcast rolling and running. Okay? Yes. Mel- those Meldonia <laughs> checks stop coming. So, <laughs> Or the checks start, real. Send me my checks. 
Um, so no, but actually that it sounds like, I, you know what? I wish I had gotten up, but I have to say I was feeling myself and my bed. Girl, was no. so I good. saw, I sat down and I'm like, I need to watch some tennis today. Like, yep. Apparently I'm on this podcast about tennis and I need I to know. watch some. You're like that person who's now like, she's like basically I'm she's like out. trying to make herself. No, she's making herself good for the finals. Okay. So, she's like, totally. wait, I haven't Janina, watched tennis all Janina, week. Janina, don't be I'm... a white female journalist. Don't be doing <laughs> no work. I just show up and write the story. Okay? <laughs> Listen, it was even worse than that. Being like... <laughs> I get up, I make some coffee and I grab a cup and I sit down and I turn the TV on. And uh, it's Vintage and Barty. And I'm like, okay, okay, I'm going to watch this. And I'm like, I'm so not watching this. <laughs> and I just, I don't know. Like, the desire just was not there. It was stupid looking. And I was just like, ugh, whatever. I can't do this right now. I'm going to turn this off. And I turned it off. And I didn't come back until Federer. And you know what? I didn't want to watch that either. And honestly, that was a boring-ass match. But... So, you know, I didn't watch most of it, but I do know he won. And that, folks, is a Federer fan. <laughs> she calls herself that, but we all have known all along that she was a Closet Murray fan. <laughs> I didn't watch Murray either. You've been called out, Janina. Stop yourself. I you know. now know the truth. Know. You are maybe possibly not a tennis fan. In Did Federer break a sweat today? Because I'm thinking no. Why no, y'all do that? Look, Demi well, now no, had a hard no, fight let's, yesterday. Let's let's not do what everyone else does and skip over the ladies for Federer. Let us finish oh, out today's. I thought uh-huh. we were done. Mind, <laughs> mind you, we only have the podcast because of Federer, but you know what? Moving on. <laughs> no, 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 no. So, no, I- so yes, I, I I did watch. I did watch. I did watch. Um, I did watch the Benchich. I watched the Osaka Kvitova match, oh, and I watched battle. It was a battle. yeah. So um, you know. I have to say, you know, as much as, you know, Osaka is, I have to say one of the interesting things I find people might not like the references and say whatever the case may be. What I find is interesting about Osaka and Coco Goff is that they're the first players I have seen in the later generations that have uh, actually emulated Venus and Serena. And I say this because it seems as if a lot of coaches, typically when Steffi Graf came out and, you know, Monica Seles, everyone sort of emulated their style. But mm-hmm. for some reason, no one ever tried to emulate these women's style. I mean, I don't know. Um, no, these women. V- Venus and Serena. Mm-hmm. Everyone because always thought. transforming the sport. And even though their, their longevity right. is like, speaks for itself, right? It wasn't like they were flashing the pan or anything like that, right? Maybe but, people thought it was racialized. That I can't do that because I'm not black. Right. Th- that's part of it. Something. Uh, uh, I actually think it's even more that, you know, like, Oh, those those black women don't know what the fuck they're doing, right? Uh, don't follow mm-hmm. what they're doing, right? Mm-hmm. That that's not because in fact, if I'm not mistaken, Natalie Tozier, that's mm-hmm. a name for people back in the day. She was just like, oh, these people's career, they're not gonna last. Oh, I remember she her. She was coaching somebody who was playing Venus, I think. Ooh, she had nothing nice to say in the coaching. Mm-mm-mm. So they had um. So, but you know, these are two people who sort of like the dynamic dynamic on court you know what i mean just the way they flow their attitude their stance maybe maybe because they're black and you know mm-hmm. they're sort of like similar experience etc oh, but, but they've both was... openly said that these are you and know, that's who, this yes. is this is who i looked up and to, their so... teams and their teams their teams acknowledge them as inspiration and they're young enough to have seen a, a, a huge body of their work 
that yeah. all matters. Mm-hmm. But um, Osaka was, if Osaka gets her, I don't want to say attitude, mm-hmm. but just like, you know, presence of, you know, know who you are on court, mm-hmm. she's going to be a bad. She's going to just knock these ladies out of the court. I mean, you know, Petra. Petra is a hit or miss kind of girl. But mm-hmm. Petra really came in today. Petra meant to. She wanted something today. Well, but she's Osaka, the oldest one, and everyone was telling her she's the oldest one. So you know I how that gets know people. people. Were, I don't even know why people would even talk to Petra about this shit. When Serena's only 38. Like, <laughs> let Petra live. For God's sake. Let Petra I mean, like, well. But anyway, I mean, Osaka was playing some really good tennis. You know, I'm convinced of a... Yeah. You know, imagine that. But then when Osaka got messy, she mm-hmm. just got messy. She let Petra win a set without winning a forehand, without a forehand winner. <laughs> That's <laughs> impossible. That's usually how the player takes control. Thank you. Like, oh, you let Petra take a whole set from you with no forehand winners. Like, oh, girl. So then, so then, it, was, the, so then it was the, basically her errors then. No, it was just that she just sort of like she just wasn't moving well, and then her father came down. She like she wanted to talk to her father, and you know these fathers are really cool. It's like they their little girl wants to sit there and pout, and they're like we're not having that shit here, out here. girl. Like girl, get your shit together. She just like so. so um, Osaka's just like I'm tired and whatever. You just like look. Wait, wait, wait. Osaka's dad came down. Yeah. Oh she wow, is that like, the first time? No, no, no. He was there. Actually, he was there in the last two tournaments where she won. Because well, oh, she's think. always, you know, firing coaches and whatnot. Well, well, I know she doesn't have one now, but it's like, you know, I, I, it's interesting that they finally decided to bring him out of the shadow. Yeah, and because actually he and he's very, I think it's a choice he makes too that he <laughs> doesn't want to, but I think they're trying to find a balance of a way he can speak to her mm-hmm. and be the father and be the coach, which is something yeah. I think everyone sort of like, know, you know, like where because it's very clear that when they're talking to them on the court. They're mm-hmm. not trying. The the, the 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 ladies are trying to be like, I want my daddy to tell me, my parent to fix yeah. this problem for me, and the mm-hmm. parents are just like, No, no, we're coaching. We've got the coach hat <laughs> we're on. Coach- exactly. You know what you need to do out here. You know, just get to it. But Osaka is a one of these. I think she's one of the things that she might need to learn to do is to shorten points. Mm-hmm. That she likes to work a point over and work aside and then go for the winner. She needs to learn how to um, shorten points because that's what's going to lead to it's killing her game. Like she's fatigued and also it requires her to be focused and concentrated for far too long than she sometimes wants to. And, you know, well, Petra yeah, is- because that's that's her biggest thing that she's mentioned for herself is that staying fully engaged in a, in a match is a challenge for her. Right. And, you know, it usually requires other reasons, i.e. I'm playing a younger person and I need to bear this person. <laughs> <laughs> when it was, she was playing Coco. So she's well, like, wow, she I've never been, the, I've she, never been she, she so focused the, in my life. She knows how the press is going to play out. She, but she knows that. And she knows <laughs> she let Kvitova win today. It was going to be rematch of the Aussie Open Finals and Ket Petra got it. Get her. <laughs> <laughs> And she was in that third set. She was just like, nope, we're not doing that. And then you would sing Petra. And, you know, this is why I don't think you should be throwing out the experience of Petra. Because Petra is the same person when she was 19 as when she's 29 or whatever old she is. You would sing Petra saw that, girl, I didn't have a forehand winner in the second set. I still took the set. This girl is messy. She's calling her daddy down here. She gone in the bathroom to cry, presumably. Let me get a roll on in this third set. I'm serving first. Nope. 
Petra was a hot mess, spraying <laughs> balls all over the place. And, and mind you, Petra was willing to move. Yeah. Petra was coming to the net. She was being dynamic. I mean, like, and then Petra just run to the net half the time, kamikaze, and then you know, <laughs> Saka just was just like whatever, just put it out. But Osaka lifted her game in the third set, but she she really can't be because I don't think she's gonna get away with that mess when if she faces like the Bianca. Bianca is not gonna let her be that messy, so she needs to be focused and whatever. But it was really? a good match. I think Bianca. I think Osaka will be pretty dialed in for a Bianca. That's one that you need to give a spanking really to. <laughs> oh boy. <laughs> That's the kind of just for the world of tennis. Just for the world of tennis. Just so that the tennis. I just for me because I'm petty. (laughs) Yes, and also just just to be able to like let me beat this U.S. Open champion. You know, sometimes you need extra motivation, external motivation. You can't train nobody for her to jump over, right? (laughs) But you know, also didn't win last year. She didn't win a game match last year. She was zero and three last year. Oof. Mm. Mm-mm-mm. So this was her first time winning a match here, which I thought was like, "What, girl? Oh no!" <laughs> no, I saw a quote from Pe- I saw a quote from Osaka that said that she really wanted to focus this year and clear this part of the season because she thought the U.S. Open was some sort of a disappointment. Um, so you know she's pretty dialed in. Yeah, and- Serena would have given it the title again. I mean, like, come on, no. <laughs> oh, I can't with you. <laughs> it's a fire sale in the. <laughs> You know what? Now that you said it's a fire sale, I totally get why Bianca took it. She looks like she goes to fire sales. Oh, oh shit. No, please. <clears throat> okay. All right. So what about the men? <laughs> so um, on the men's side, we had um, two tournaments which featured, um, I, I don't want to say hometown people, but you know. It is hometown people. <laughs> it is. It's fine. You can say that. Okay. I mean, why don't you wanna? Yeah, it's because not a bad I, thing. Because I don't think um, what's his name is from. I know he's from Austria, but he might not be from Vienna. That's why. Oh, it doesn't home, matter. Home country. Home country. Home country yeah. Whatever. Yeah. Look, look, you can't I tell mean, someone from true. Moscow that they're from St. Petersburg. They'll be getting tight. Look, so. Russian. <laughs> that's just a Russian know. thing. It's so true. I, and and, and you like, know, trust it's me. So American. If someone were to say you're from Florida, I. And, and we're like, whatever. And then you tell somebody that from America that they're from the South and they're from the North. They get all pissed. So exactly. you're right. You're right. <laughs> they do? Um, yes. Oh. Look, I, I heard. It matters, matters what city they're born or state they're born in. People get all sorts of angry Let about me weird tell you, There is a guy called Kid Fury. He has a podcast and now a TV show. He doesn't say he's from Florida. He says, no, I'm from Miami. It's Miami Dade <laughs> County. Okay. <laughs> Well, I don't know why you would want to identify with that fucking shithole. Well, because he doesn't want you to think he's from Orlando. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> uh, like, swamp well, country Florida. Like, you know, like, the Florida that votes for Trump. Like, you don't want to be part Miami of that. Miami-Dade County does. Shit. <laughs> exactly. Every time. That's why I'm like, what? I know. But, you know, Miami's sophisticated. They sophisticatedly voted for him at the yeah, same time. Yeah, sophisticated Coke users. Thank what you very the much. Heck? These assumptions about Miami. <laughs> it's not good food there. What are you saying? Girls, oh, economy shit. in the 80s and 90s. Yeah, that, that, was, that was cocaine. Oh, but, my gosh. I but can't anyway. believe you on these stereotypes about poor town. <laughs> Um, I'm sorry. I get introduced as a stereotype for every time we're at. Well, yeah, you do live in <laughs> delightful. I mean, delightful, so delightful. Case in point. Case in point. Case in point. So, um, so, um, 
I thought Diego was gonna take that match from um Dominic, but Dominic got it. Yeah, because his racket looked extra big today. (laughs) No, you know, I know he he was measuring up. But you know what? It's because um, you know, I think when Dominic team plays in Vienna, it's a big deal for him. It's a mental he's playing him he's playing both himself and the opponent. So it's always gonna be a bit of a struggle. But he the way he broke Diego in the second set, I was like, some of those points, I was like, wait, is this? Am I watching Federer up in here? <laughs> That's a compliment, <laughs> Dominic Team. Um, no, he was uh, he was on fire in some of those rallies. You know, I think Dominic Team on a on a tear is like an ugly sight. But there was a part of it where he turned beautiful. I mean, he was just retrieving everything. He was just so fearless when he got the break. And you could feel the weight because I thought I think he thought the same thing about Schwartzman. Like, shit, I'm not gonna get through this match again. I know. Right? <laughs> <laughs> it's like I, I, like I finally make it to the final and I can't get over the hump. Oh God, no! I don't want to come back here next year. Mm-hmm. You know, I I feel bad for Diego because I think when Diego wins, play these kind of matches mm-hmm. and he wins a set. That is, he's playing his top level tennis, like his top shelf, like, and he can't get any further than that, and that's the problem for him because this was a match I thought, Domin- um, Diego, you can snatch this, you can snatch this from the world number four, and put him in in interview room number two, but you know, <laughs> <laughs> I just knew when I saw that second set, I was just like, ah, oh, Diego, you ran out of steam, Diego, you but need I mean, a plan no, B. No, no, Dominique team just dialed in like he just decided i'm gonna snatch this i'm going to i mean he played like we wanted him to play at labor cup yes like but you know yeah very clear-headed in this match he was not i mean i think in labor cup you saw him like very bowed shoulders really confused on court he wasn't confused in this match i mean like I think maybe in the first set, because I only caught the tail end of it, but in the second and third, the bit of it, I caught tennis TV, damn you. Um, Because I was watching both at the same time. I was watching Federer on TV and tennis TV on my computer, and the tennis TV feed went out. Um, So I missed a good chunk of the third. I know, missed a good chunk of the third set. But no, I mean, I was was really proud of the way Dominic team played. He stepped in. I mean, some of his backhand down the lines. Oh my God. Completely. Oh. Yeah, they looked pretty. It was very pretty playing. (laughs) He's not pretty. He was playing a normal human being for once. Diego was everywhere, though. Diego's a different. He's always player. everywhere. I mean, let's just com- contrast this to Monfils the day before. Whew, Monfils. I just. I'm grateful that Monfils got over whatever issue he had when he was sick earlier in the week. But let me tell you something. It's the same way I felt about watching Sasha play Diego Schwartzman at the U.S. Open. How are you going to let big boy tennis lose out to scrapper tennis? How? <laughs> I can't. I and he can't. barely clearing the net. I know. You know what it is? If you if you are playing big boy tennis and you don't have a kill shot, you will always go down to somebody like a shortsman. Because he'll just retrieve all day. And if you're willing to mm-hmm. hang back there, guess what? That's not your game. Right. <laughs> Look, I just. And then, you know, of course, Monfils' serve went off. So that was no good. It was just, it just was, hmm. So, of course, when I saw Diego take down Monfils so easily, which, I mean, it's a given. But, like, I thought, oh, shit, this is going to be a battle. But Dominique came out and showed up. 
that I think that's the best I've seen Dominic play since Roland Garros. In the, in the sense that the most confident, most comfortable I've seen him play. Well, this was his fifth title of the year. I know. I know. Quietly doing well. <clears throat> but well, you know what? He got lost after Roland Garros, though. I mean, Low. even though he's, he's won five titles, Dominic, he kind of disappeared, actually. Dominic <laughs> is playing the odds. Dominic is in every tournament, in every final. Exactly. So, <laughs> so like, he's played... He's He's got five titles this year, right? Mm-hmm. But he's played, like, 20 tournaments. But he has so, a far in all of them. Exactly. He's, he's so he's playing like all this tennis, but he's, you know, in the grand scheme of things, it's like he's playing, he's leading the pack on ATP with titles this year, but he's playing so much more. He's he's in front of Federer, Rafa, and Novak, who all have four titles, but they ain't playing. Dominic has played 20 tournaments and they've all played 12 or 13. That's it. That's but it. Has, but, but does he have quality? Is he have a quality title? Is he going? I mean, he does. He, uh, he won He's got some um, quality Indian titles, Wells. but this is why. Wells, Barcelona. Um, this is why at the end of the Indian year, we always see yes, him looking the crazy. final. Remember? Federer? Oh, come on. He gave it to him. Remember, Federer was like, here's the solid so that when you get to Roland Garros, your confidence will be good. And he's like, thanks. Dominic team has a master's title? Yes. Yes. Is the ATP doing a fire sale now? What the hell? I know. Master's title used to be rare. (laughs) (laughs) I know. (laughs) Hey, Medvedev, doesn't he have two now? Oh, he has four titles this year as well. Medvedev does. And Medvedev has... Actually, his titles are a little bit sexier. His are way nicer than Dominic T. And his opponents are not in the finals are nicer. Like, I mean, Diego Schwartzman is no slouch. Let's be real. However, um, Daniel Medvedev has, he has taken, he's put some serious notches on his belt. Let's just say that. I mean, you don't. He's taking a break. He's taking a break. He took a little rest, and now he's going to be back, I'm sure, for Paris. And we'll see how he does with everybody. Everyone is back for Paris. Except... And Paris is the ultimate fire scene. You think better plays? I mean, I don't see why not. I mean, he not. had a pretty a easy week. go. It was a difficult yeah. week. I mean, it's a difficult <laughs> week. It was a only in this... It's a difficult week only in the sense that I know how much. There's a lot of stress that Federer puts on himself for that tournament. There's a lot of expectations. It's like a big thing. So beyond that kind of thing but i think he was so fully dialed in that whole week um i don't see why he wouldn't pop over there and try Plus, to get a couple those points. tournaments basil as much as everyone thinks federer runs up and show up a lot of quality people show up in basil <laughs> like you know oh, what no, i mean no, no, yeah. it's, not a, it's not a it's not a crappy tournament i mean there's enough no not that, at all it's enough there's enough people that had stolen that title from federer um <laughs> this one's his fifth it was his 15th time playing there but his tenth win, so that's not too shabby. Or ninth win, I don't remember ten. something like that. Nine or ten. ten. And oh, I'm like, no late. There's a, there's a no big late. ten on all the Twitter feeds, Janina. Oh, I'm sorry. Like, no late. I'm just saying no late. Federer got his own tournament. David I got his own tournament. You had your own tournament, then you let it die. And I ain't. This is why I can't say you're the goat. You see, the goat <laughs> need to have a place where to just show up and collect a check. And bring the whole crowd country together. Look, let me tell you something. The WTA will be in Romania. They're already in Romania, right? Yeah, I think they have a tournament there. Look, see? Even Simona got that going for her. What well, do you I don't think? But I don't think she... Does she play it, though? 
Does, does she care. play her? Um, it's a <laughs> no, no, no. It's the, it's the, no, it's the Bucharest Open. Does she play it? It's like you know, mm-hmm. the dub- <laughs> it's an it's an international tournament. <laughs> oh. I don't really think of her as playing it. She, <laughs> I don't think she's required. She got to. Wimbledon. She got a free Wimbledon. So, <laughs> well, and actually, that's the case, right? Because I think it's directly after Wimbledon. So I think it's actually quite tricky. <laughs> We are a hot mess. We are a hot mess. Oh, and in, in terms of the lady, Ostapenko followed up that losing to Coco by getting her life together and won Luxembourg. And Belinda Benches, as you mentioned, she got into Shenzhen by taking Moscow. I mean, so. I like that you went backwards. But, um, <laughs> like, what's yeah, happening I'm right like, now? That? <laughs> <laughs> I was like, no, no. Just... Clearly, you didn't mention that before because we clearly didn't care. Remember? <laughs> Yes, we do. Oh, no, we, we, we're trying to be a better part. We're trying to be better people. Yeah. Um, when did that happen? I I didn't get that memo. Oh, we kept it on the side. We put it. <laughs> oh, as we it's where we keep all the scores. Um, Andrine, <laughs> as we're speaking, do look out your window and see if you can see smoke. And if you can see fire, it's time to evacuate. Your governor That's has right. just declared a state of emergency. It's a state of emergency in Northern California and a little okay. bit down here, but um, yeah. California is a shit show right now, unfortunately. So I have a question for Andrine because mm-hmm. I mean, clearly we've run out of things to talk about. <laughs> no, no. I mean, we but, didn't even give Federer his full due because I know, I know, we'll get I know he's that. not your favorite, Janina. But we have what to are you? What are we gonna say? Like, okay, I mean, we'll, we'll we'll come back to it after you ask me the question. You don't hear disrespect. Are you going Federer to London or not? I don't think I am. I really she don't. She still does think. <laughs> I can't. You know what? It's, it's just. You know what? It's just me, right? It's my own inability to actually decide—not decide, but to actually say. After five plus years of going to London every November, I'm not. Uh, I'm not going this You're year. Not going, are you? Huh? Are your people? Is your posse going? Um. Yeah. Some of my posse is going to be there. So okay. I mean. And I still am tracking prices. Every now and then I get, an, uh, I get an alert. I know. I get an alert last week. Like, the tickets to London are now up to $619. I was like, well, that's not happening. And then the next day I got one. It is now to 419 I was like, 419 Yeah. Um, if I had real money, I would have taken that price. I know. I was I, so it would have been just imagine for me. Because you're coming from California. It might be 219 for me. I know. It's super. <laughs> listen. I have a friend in Europe right now. It was two ninety seven. Okay, so- <laughs> we need better jobs, Janina. We need better jobs. Listen, yeah. Europe, is having, Europe is having a fire sale as well. Um, so, uh, so yes, yeah, so let's finish up with the scores and then just do a little off tennis topics. So, um, Federer tenth title, pretty much no dropping any sets. A really easy go for him this week. Um, he played really, really good tennis. I feel like Federer was like, listen, I need to focus. I'm home. I got to get this. I was too distracted in Shanghai. I gave that damn title or gave that damn match to my child. And now it's time to come back home and play a good ma- a good tournament. I have to say, I felt like this is the most dialed in I've seen Federer in a while. In the sense that he was on top of every part of his game. Even his backcourt game. Whew. He played some pretty tennis. He did. I'll give him that. Mm-hmm. He was it really just wasn't compelling, but I don't know that that had anything to do with him. Oh, there were some compelling moments in it. I just yeah. like Federer you know, playing aggressive, moving forward tennis, getting it done, not being not fucking around with. Well, 
when I started watching, I was like, oh, clearly um, someone had a conversation with Tony and Rafa Nadal before this match started. I was like, because all he's doing is hitting the Federer's backhand, which, you know, it's working for you sporadically, but. It, but why just, would you do I'm that? I'm tired in- of seeing it. Like, but why would you do, do that something else? I don't. After hard court. Do you know what I mean? And you <clears> are Leighton Hewitt's charge. Do you think Leighton? I mean, like, really? I actually expected well, a little different strategy from him. I didn't think he, I, I didn't, you know. I feel like that's everyone's strategy. Is attack the federal backhand? Yes. Every, and it's just old. I mean, <laughs> listen, he's still number three in the world. Clearly that shit ain't working. Do something else. Well, especially if you could, if you don't have the power and the spin like Rafa does to attack it. Like, that's why it's effective with Rafa. <laughs> yeah. Well, and he just, you know, hits that completely different ball from everybody else. So mm-hmm. that matters too. But it's just like, do something else. What was really interesting today, though, to watch Federer play Diminar, D- you know, who everybody really respects and likes because he's such a hard worker, was to see Federer not do the thing everyone does with Diminar, which is to get caught in these long, drawn-out points in the back. Oh, he had a 37-shot rally that he lost. <laughs> yeah, but, but see, that's the thing. Don't do that. Yeah. Then, I, then, then after a while, he was like, "Let me just, let me just do what I do. Let me get some slices up in here. <laughs> let me come in when I have a chance." Um, let me hit some nice passing shots. I mean, I think after a while, it looked like Dimonara was just like running around the court, but not in control as he's mm-hmm. running, which I really like to see. Um, I don't like it. I mean, I watched a match between the two Alexes in DC, and that's exactly what Dimonara ended up doing with Alex, um, with Sasha, dragging him into these long back and forth rallies. And I was just, yeah, that's rough. This is not going to be good for you. This kid is spry. He loves this. Yeah. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Serve big, hit your forehand, come in when you get a short ball and finish these points. Do not hang out back there. No, because, I mean, he'll wear you out. Yeah, and he could do that all day. That's his style. And his speed. I mean, Federer made him look slow in moments. And I was wrong-footed him a few times. It was good to see. I mean, I think it was a lesson learned. But I, yeah, I was going to say that. that. <laughs> like Hewlett would have been like, mm. but I guess better. I must wonder have what that feels thing. like, though. You know, you work so hard. You get to your, you get to a final of a big tournament. You've got, it, it, it's like you blink and it's over. <laughs> well, you get a little bit exposed, especially if Federer knows your game yep. well, and then Federer is like, and he's also playing a mini Hewitt, and that's how Federer came up in this thing right Right. like he flipped that script so it's like hmm i'm playing and alex is not first of all the hewitt game is not will not work on this current tour it just won't and secondly you know it's like alex doesn't have this sort of gift that you know um had plus the court allowed for different things the courts were quicker when leighton was around so he can quickly run in and get in and all those things that ain't that ain't what's happening here that even that code in shenzhen it is a top hit like it's like slow slow and some of these balls the bounce it's just crazy i mean almost any drop shot is gonna guarantee you you're gonna win the point if you're able to do the drop shot it's just like it's just a mess the person can't run down the ball at all so 
it's well, a different Federer did that thing that they say he does, which is do that variety thing, which is not the same as the Barty variety thing, but a different thing. Look, <laughs> we, we get a lot of imaginary hate mail for Ashley Barty. So the less I say for Ashley Barty, the better it is, I think, for everybody. I don't have any hate. I don't have any hate for Ashley Barty. I think Ashley Barty is a fine athlete. I just think that they need to stop putting her on a on a mountain. She's like a Murray for me. You see, I'm di- I'm indifferent. I'm indifferent. Yeah, that's not better. I don't. Um, I, I don't think, see but what I think, y'all are you know talking what? I, about. I'll admit. Reason. I'll admit that there's an a, there's an appeal to her that I don't quite get. So I'll say that. Who Ashley Barty? Yeah, it's like a movie that people love that I don't I don't see. All right. Ah, uh, okay. Yeah, probably like that. So I think I'll they want to love her. It's like, it's just like, you know, it's like one of those, no, like, it often happens a lot of times in like, um, even, what's her name? That girl who won the Oscar for La La Land. Oh, her. Mm. Yeah, mm. like, I'm supposed to love her. She's amazing. But you can't give me any real specific. Oh, she's not a good talent, actually. She's a horrible actress. I don't understand. You know, she's like two. But anyway, let's move on. That's um, my point. You know, I'm not yeah. saying that she's that bad on level of tennis or that case to me. No, Both no, no. Uh, let's be honest. Ashley Barty did not play cricket. People. She was. Why did she quit? I thought she, she was on the team, but she, she she even tried to tell people this. She's just like, yeah. But it's such a good story, though. Why would you? Why would you? Like, I know that story up with. So facts? she was like sitting on the bench. Yeah, <laughs> she was. It's well, like, like that. I mean, she can't it's, control it's, that narrative. That narrative is spun. <laughs> it's, it's, it's like that story with um. What's her name? With your favorite girl, your your good girl, your good Judy, um, Janina. What are you talking about? The Italian girl, Sarah Irani. Sarah oh, Irani, father, well, sell sell vegetables. She just like my daddy wasn't at a vegetable stand. He owned <laughs> She's like that story's gone now. <laughs> <laughs> but she should have kept to that story because she should have said, you know, like, well, I ate some, you know, like some medication. Oh, is, is that is that the Rafa right hand left hand story that they always tell? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Mm. Like okay, like, like, listen, but I think these are tennis myths. You can't get over them. They're, but but they yeah, also let's make... compile a list of the best I... tennis myths. Aaron... Tennis myths for the end of the year. That sounds fun. I know. Submit that to us. Your most what fun is the crazy narrative? Myth. The narrative slash yeah. What is it? Something so. that you know think might be a myth, but maybe isn't, and we can we can oh, prove or we can probably or go around and figure out if it's true or not. True or yeah. false? Yeah. True or false? Let's uh, do it. Power oh, exam. Power exam. You know I you're in the, the swimming pool, hidden swimming pool. You know that. Oh, means? Swim- oh my God! I was about <laughs> to say the Nole swimming pool story. Yes. Oh, I had to practice in a war zone in an empty pool. That's yeah, true. let's do that. That's think about that. That's a huge one, though. That's that's compelling. I feel like I think that's true. I feel like that's a true one. And I feel like I, it's true too. I think it is. I think it. I think it. I resonates. think it actually is. Yeah. Um, <laughs> no, I mean, but it's like it. It has that sort of appeal. I think, uh, no, I think they uh, they used to like practice together all those. Serbian yeah, it's a lot. Um, no, no, they really didn't. No, they didn't. They did in the pool. Oh, but they did with bombs flying over top. Look, Elena Yankovic and Ivanovich always side-eye that story. Like, what? Mm. Well, we'll have to ask them. Those are great. You have to ask Rob. You know, the key, the key to figuring out whether it's true or false is that ask you Elena to- Yankovic. 
She got zero she'll, fucks the game. She'll zero. tell everything in between dabs of her makeup and applying gloss. Listen, we miss a, a few yeah. of Yelena Lankovic. Let me she, tell you she something. Could've, she could have told those ladies a few things. Okay, let's let's hit let's hit the let's hit the off court really quickly. Yeah, what's yeah. going so, on? Um, go, uh, so, so the Mari has you... been reborn. Yeah. Oh my God, reels. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. He said that's it. coming. That's coming from his mother, right? That's coming from his mother. She's like, I gave birth to him twice. Oh Jesus! Right, with that. Anyway, um, uh, I think that's great. You know, I think it's really good for Andy Murray. Um, it's really embarrassing Danny for the Australian up. Open. I was like, Australian <laughs> Open. Oh, he didn't retire. Or maybe they were trying to give him a hint. I don't know. But um, maybe. No, no, it was good for him. I think Stan was like, I think Stan might have felt generous and gave that to him though. I think Stan thing. got surprised. What? That Murray was moving? Yeah. Period. I think he probably thought that was going to be an easy win. And he was lazy. And he lost by accident. That's what I think. He just checked out? Yeah. Um. Yeah, it was a little bit of surprise. I was like watching this and I was like, oh, Stan, you got this in full in control. You're up a break. This should be good. And then I came back and I saw this thing Murray won. I was like, what? what? But I was yeah, like, right? I, you know. I mean, it gave the British press a lot of things to write instead of Brexit. So I think that was good news. Yeah. The little things. Yeah. Little things. Um, I think the thing that's interesting about it is um, he's an endearing, he's an endearing champion. He doesn't mean to be an asshole, but people love him for it. So that's all we can ask for. Um, and then we saw that Rafa got married. Um, hmm. Mary stuck around, fought the good fight after 10 years. Oh, her name is actually Mary. I yes, just learned Mary. that. Yeah, it's Mary. Cersei. Why do we call her Zissa? I think no. it's maybe a, a pet name. It's maybe her it's name is Francisca. Remember, Spanish people have like multiple names. Yeah. So where, they, like, where does Mary name. come from? Does she marry the first, Francis? The first, the first name is Maria. Oh Jesus Christ! Everyone's first name. Well, girl, I call her Cersei, and you can't mad because her name is I Mary. Know. I mean, she can. <laughs> I thought I saw a picture of the four of the top four, which I know there's not really a top four as um as reels as yes, want yes. to say. Stanley, I'm, I'm just saying, Stanley, you fucked that one up because you were the original OG. You were the first one who got married, and then you fucked that shit up. No, Did no, no, no. Married? I think no. I think Federer was the married. He wasn't married. Yes, Stan was. was married and cheated on his wife and all of that stuff. Oh, oh yes, you remember. <laughs> Oh, I remember that, but I didn't see the oh the pictures. Oh, uh, well, I don't think we ever I, saw pictures I, of his I wedding. Think the same year Federer got married, he got married the same year. The end of I have the year. no idea when it was, but it wasn't a big deal in terms of tennis. He wasn't a big deal. The tennis media, so yeah. we didn't get to see that. But yeah, he he's you know he was the first one married and the first one divorced. Mm. So congratulations to Rafa Welcome and Stan. To life. Um, <laughs> that weave look really good, Rafa. I gotta say, who did who snatch that? Who did that wig? You know what? That's the best I've ever seen Rafa look in a suit. It actually looked like it was tailored. Well, thank God. I mean, you would hope he would look good on his wedding day. Although I did not think his hair looked great. I I looked. I kept going back to look at the picture, and I'm like, eh. Girl, it could have been worse. <laughs> but you said it could have been worse and looked good or completely different. So no, I'm I just he saying, looked great. I'm just he saying, actually did. Great. But did. the hair, the hair is gone, boo. I'm just saying. Wait, 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 I saw... You can't shave it. It looks I'm good. Just... He can shave it if he wants to. I'm I mean... just saying. I saw volume. I saw less scalp, <laughs> and you know, it it was an actual sculpt shape. Okay. Well, what great. she was wearing, I'm not sure. But you know what, girl. 
it's your day. You do you. But yeah, it, was very, like do it, it was very conservative. Um, but nice, you know, you know. It looked like something <clears throat> it looked like it was Rafa's wedding. Well, yeah, like of course. No, no, you get what I'm saying? It wasn't their wedding, it was Rafa's wedding. Well, honey, of course. Is it Rafa's wedding? <laughs> Do you notice we was didn't people there? Rafa and Mary? <laughs> but you know, I guess that's what the contract says. I ain't gonna be mad at that. <gasps> you need to stop with that. <laughs> I mean, it didn't. I didn't even see a big rock. She just has a small band. You know, I think she's very into. She she keeps to the side, and I think that's for the best for everyone. I agree. So, what else is happening on the off court news? Off court news: Rafa and Noli had diamonds means forever, Janina. I'm just saying, and this ain't forever. Rafa and Nole had an exhibition, and I swear to you, I only saw two pictures of it on my timeline, which means either my timeline is shit. Uh, Rafa won in a third set tournament. So you know, mm-hmm. I was watching. So someone had the link. Mm-hmm. Where, and... was it, where was it? Where was it? In, was it in Kazakhstan? Mm, I want to think so. Um, but the definitely language was definitely uh, Slavic. It was definitely Russian, uh, Kazakhstan, or Ukrainian. Um, you just but... named four different things, saying it definitely was. Which was yeah, it? it was, no, it... no, 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 no. I, I mean, yeah, it was definitely it was, a Slavic it was, it was, language. It was, yes, it was Kazakhstan. It was, it was Kazakhstan. Kazakhstan. That's what yeah. I meant. It was definitely one of the. I'm almost sure because Russian commentators have a certain kind of um, energy mm-hmm. that's different from Italian and German and British and American. They're all different. <laughs> Even if you didn't know the language, you can tell. And you know Mexicans, of course. You know football, mm-hmm. whatever. But uh, the best. I'm just simply saying it was, yeah. Mm-mm. Well, I mean, it was weird. It was a because, no for me, dog. It was, yeah. It was. I mean, dog. it was I fine. Didn't even know what happened. I, listen, I didn't see it, but the only the only reason why it even came across my timeline was that people were upset because the regular tournaments were going on. I mean, first and foremost, uh, if even if they didn't play the exhibition, Rafa and Nole were not showing up in Basel or Vienna. So why is everybody upset about that? Who was upset? I mean, for, that was the, the, the Vienna. The Vienna tournament um, said a little something, something about it. The tournament director, Edwin Worden. Girl, you, you see, you see, you see. Why y'all are disrespecting the world number four like that? Y'all had Dominic. That's all y'all no, needed. No, no, no. He says he his thing was apparently he said, which I think odd. He says he doesn't think it's a good idea that there are exhibitions going on during ATP tournaments. What do you all think of that? Girl, there. there's, there's it was no a extra set. room in the schedule where the hell they want to put it well brother boo mr vienna tournament unless you're giving these people the dollars shut the fuck up they're going where they're going to get a check these are independent workers okay and it was just a three-set match and actually i think it was a super tiebreaker in the third set yeah so i think rafa won the first set no they won the second and then rafa won it by like a 12 10 some shit like that that kind of thing. So I'm just like, you gonna be mad at that? Look. Well, I mean, I think the broader question for this guy was like, I guess it's actually against the rules to do it. So you have to ask permission from the ATP CEO or well, chair. Someone probably said yes. Yeah, Chris Kermode said yes. But I guess, I mean, but my thing is like, listen, this country got a chance to see Rafa Nole. Yeah. They don't, they don't have necessarily access to that. And they wouldn't have been at v- in Vienna anyway, unless you're going to require that the top three play all the tournaments, tournaments happening. Happen- Do you know what exactly. I mean? Like, it's, I mean, all the, you know, pick and choose the 250 or 500 or what have you. I just don't think they would be there. I mean, it's not a, listen, it's not an EXO I would pay to see. But for those people, I think it was fantastic for exactly. them to see. I think the president of the country showed up, which, whew, that's not something. I mean, 
It's not something that's going to happen every day. So Look, it's I cute mean, for you, and that's all I'm saying. It's cute for them, and they were having a good time. So. And they got a check, and some kids got to meet um, the the you know two great players. Um, so I mean, I but I, I mean, I you know, listen, I, I, there's always some reason for somebody to be mad. Always, <laughs> exactly. Always. And and if and if I'm not even mad, I'm just simply saying Rafa and Nole in a sentence, and I'm saying it's good. I mean, what more can you want? Nah, listen. I don't have any problems with it. Um, as long as people were happy, everybody got paid, and nobody died, I think we're all good with that. Mm-hmm. Right. I mean, mm-hmm. it's un- unlike, say, Saudi Arabia, that's going to host a tournament that Johnny yeah. Pui has decided to sign up for. I mean, mm-hmm. that one's a little dodgier. Um, you might a be little? able to... I mean, I'd be curious to see more people making statements about that. I think the more players do it now, though, I think there's just going to be less of a no less no. language about it. I mean, you might be able to find the body parts no. of journalists there. So. When is this supposed to happen? They're done. They're done. They're not going to say anything about this anymore. I think, I think for whatever it? reason, I think I think for whatever reason, like I said, it only made a big deal about Koshogi because he was a journalist. Because every day people go missing and die. I mean, you see how quickly that elite team rolled up in a, in an embassy and rolled back out. So, I think. Oh they- yeah, it's called the it's called the Diria Tennis Cup. Well, I think it's interesting about it is I haven't seen any statements about it. Um, Stan is playing it. Daniel Medvedev, two big, fairly well known names. It's going to go from December twelfth to the fourteenth this year. Yep. And they've already, um, and listen, these are not, they're no slouches. It's Stan, which by the way, Stan couldn't come to an agreement to pay Labor Cup. But anyway, um, Stan is playing, um, Daniel is playing, Fabio is playing, David, David Goffin is playing, Lucas Pui, Pui and now is... you have. Um, Someone else is missing. And then you have John Isner, which So I wonder sense. who sent Isner. <laughs> who sent Isner? Why wouldn't Isner go? Isner's like, I'm cashing checks, boo. In his presidency, that oh, exact Why he not go to... That's what I'm saying. I think he's probably working as an operative, but <laughs> an operative for what? <laughs> You're horrible. <laughs> I think it's all part of the plan. They said to turn Saudi Arabia into like a global tourist destination. And yeah, well, good luck with that. You know, seeing as women barely are allowed to drive. And yeah, I have slaves there and everything like that. I'm just saying. And yeah. and, th- and those are just every every other day, every day. What about well, when listen, you are to go special? I mean, I think, listen, I think um, given what happened with the, given the non-event that the ATP had in China in terms of no one really talking about it, I think the ATP is expecting to roll through this with very little dust up. I, I just I don't think well, it's I think that's a lot how they work everything really yeah because yeah. I, and it's easy right because the, the, the tour isn't an organized thing right like there is no organized player body there, yeah, yes there is it's the yeah there's a yes, I mean, but, they make but, quotes about things that are egregious often it's just they're not they're going to choose to ignore the politics of this which they have done for the most part in any political situation they've never made a political stance on anything I've not seen the ATP come out about any major political snafu they, at no, all. They never do. They never do. I mean, the WTA occasionally when things would used to happen with um, Mirza, but I don't think the ATP has ever made any statements about anything. Mirza they go where the and, cash uh, is. What's her name? Um, Shahapair. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think those were the only times when I've seen. There have been a couple of issues, I think, with like Davis Cup and Israeli, but I don't even think I've ever even seen an, um, a statement from the ATP about it, which is, I guess it wouldn't be the ITF, but still, you know. <laughs> messy, messy. It's very messy. I think we just, you know, met, um, tennis is a very uh, niche, luxurious sport, and I think it allows itself. And the people who participate in it are perceived as, in some yeah. sense, above politics, maybe. Um, maybe that's why they don't get any, they don't get checked for failing to speak out about things. I mean, tennis is wonderfully cushy in that way. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Right. <laughs> Remember mm. when somebody tried to talk to Venus and Serena about Black Lives Matter? Mm. <laughs> yeah, that went over really well, didn't it? Yeah. <laughs> so I think tennis is actually pretty good about sort of avoiding political snafus so i don't expect that to happen so serena um, be saying i don't do controversy people i told y'all <laughs> i don't do controversy <laughs> so i think that that is going to be a big thing um not a big thing i think it's going to go quietly i think because none of the top guys are there and i think really essentially to be honest i think in some ways there's something to be said for having the top three guys have such rabid fandoms who have real strong opinions about who those players are supposed to be and how they're supposed to represent the court. I don't think the players who are playing these tournaments have the same level of um, scrutiny. So they're going to be able to go and cash checks there without anyone. Well, really also, playing. I mean, on a whole, let's just be 100 honest here. Tennis, tennis fans on a whole are not really, they don't care about these things, right? Because tennis is supposed to be a sort of an escape. They yeah. don't want to hear about these out of mess and madness. No, it is. It, it's, it, it really, it doesn't track so, well with sports when you're trying to enjoy it, you know? You know, so they're not really people. And it's an, an issue that comes up in other sports as well. That no one really wants to see their sports people to be political or dealing with any of these controversial issues until it's something that matters to them personally. Right. Well, I think that's actually been, I think that's actually, I mean, this is one of the wonderful transformation of, I think, Nole as a, as a kind of ambassador for tennis. Because remember, people really thought of Nole as a very political figure early in his career. You couldn't mention Nole without talking about um, um, the war, right? That was always, and there were always presumptions about Nole's political views, right or wrong. Reporters would always sort of hint at it. I think the best thing Nole has done has kind of like scrubbed his image of any sort of political affiliation at, at all. Like he sort of sanitized it to the point where I am no lay just a tennis player, which, you know, I, I mean, for tennis, I think that's been a very effective and useful for him so that he could become a better brand ambassador, um, which I think many people always thought was the reason why he and um, he suffered in comparison to say like Western Europeans like Rafa and Fed, right? So, um, I think if no, but he's not that correct. He's not that charismatic. He's just not. I mean, well, I mean, regardless, I mean, I think some people perceive it that way. But I, I remember in the early days of Nole's career, he was always painted with a political brush, and I think it's been a sort of an achievement that he no longer gets that paint. So nowadays, you'd be like, we need to get Nole's opinion on this potentially, but now you don't because he doesn't do anything. Well, I, I think, I think he had to deal with that thing, um, because I think what. Milosevic was trying to do basically was doing something that Europe thought they would they, they wasn't going to happen ever again, right? He was doing ethnic cleansing on white people in no, Europe. I know, I know but, but, so, but that brush was so, so, painted on Nole a little right, bit. Right, so that's, that was a thing. No, I, I understand it, but that was a thing that it was such a topic of discussion. 
Yeah, it was. Definitely. Yeah, back then. And plus, and I think they had just concluded, or was still actually at some point they're still even having um, the trials. Mm-hmm. So it was it was always the current topic and and something yeah. to always to think because they weren't asking. This is not something to necessarily ask other people. You know what I mean? No, no. So it's one of those things where I think it just so happened that. He came to represent those things. It was just, and it was always an thing by enough people. But tennis journalists doesn't—they're not that conscious anyway anymore. Well, because right? it's interesting, right? Like, think about all the different sort of political things happening, and how many, like, in Murray's resurgence. Did anyone ask him about Brexit? You know what I mean? It's like there are these. Like, um, I did see something with Federer about. I think in the Basel tournament, they were asking him about climate change because and he talks about how as like he was saying how as tennis players they're probably the worst because they travel so much right and in order for them to be effective at their sport they're gonna have to fly right so their footprints are probably pretty bad you know in terms of (laughs) tennis players um but hey see you um, in melbourne in january though exactly you know what i mean it's like i gotta go i can't take a bus i can't take a train (laughs) um uh so i just you know i think it's i think i mean i think the overall point still holds which is that tennis really gets to stay outside of politics it's it's amazing that it does that similar to golf tennis and golf people are legitimately okay with certain groups of people making money at the expense of others but as soon as others namely black and brown people start making money people like you need to be making a stand you need to make a stand on this you need to say stuff Well, so, um, part of the other know. thing might be that is it because the rich and the famous play tennis and golf? Well, it's because it's at, a rich man's sport. I think right at whatever age it pass. is a sport. It's a yeah. sport that they can play at whatever <laughs> age, right? There is a also, and it's a and it continues to be white a white sport, right? And so both of them they don't get to have the they don't have the burden of defending their wealth like other 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 sports figures. I think have to defend their wealth defend why they have it, defend, um, and particularly if they're particularly, maybe if they're political in other arenas too. So, I mean, tennis players aren't attacking, say, the United States government and what it does, right? So then people then don't have any license to come back at them and say, well, now you're playing in this country that has this Mm -hmm. egregious, you know what I mean? But I think with, you know, with basketball players and people who take stances, I think they then get to be, shoehorned into being political figures because they made a political stance once or twice so i think it's ironic like somebody like an isner is fairly politically minded but it's not going to be asked about saudi arabia and probably should be i'm curious if they're going to ask him about it in um, paris are they going to ask any of the players in paris i mean lucas Puy's doing it gofan is doing it but they're coming from other countries so i don't know i don't know what their perceptions are of saudi arabia not that they have to have one, but I'm just I'm I'm curious to see who gets well, to avoid the political land. No one will ask. No one we'll will ask. No, no one will ask. Who's gonna no ask? ask? Who do we know that sits in those rooms week in and week out that are actually gonna bring that up? And also well, did, you, did the required about... homework in actually to ask a very nuanced question and and bring details. Listen, something to ask to ask I don't know. I don't even know that you have to do that much homework for this. I mean, this no, was not really, yeah, that's just an ask. Like, could you tell us about the history of this tournament, why it's being founded and what, and do you feel comfortable going there and giving them cover in a particularly egregious moment for that country? I mean, that doesn't, that's not a ton of things that has to be, you know, grounded. 
but but you saw how there was a kerfuffle even in the wake of Khashoggi's death with yeah. the um that it was just basically the British journalists who were the ones who took did it up, labor. right? Yeah, they did the labor. Everyone else just pretending like, what, what are you talking about? People literally buried their head in the sand. Yeah. So, so that's what I mean. That because even when they ask the question, right, and let's say he give a response, can they? Would they be competent enough to do anything with that information to shape a, a, a powerful or uh, interesting narrative or perspective? Typically, they don't because they can't even cover a match properly. So that's what I mean. I, I mean, like, yes, it's easy enough to ask the question, but are they really insightful enough, knowledgeable enough to really? push back if he gives any kind of answer to ask a follow-up question and really get into the weeds about this or to at the very least even say hey let's discuss this elsewhere so or what the know. or what the expectation is of athletes in these moments so you know right I mean? yeah i mean that i mean it's, and I, I, I i don't know janina i don't I, think it has anything to do with the intelligence of the people sitting in the room i really don't i don't think it has anything to do we have said this time and time again, and I really think what it comes down to is nobody being willing or wanting to rock the boat because they don't want to lose their access, period. That's all it is. That's it. And I'm not agreeing with it. I don't think it's okay. I think if tennis journalism stood up together and did the hard work, you know, you, you're not going to shut everybody out. But if it's one person, they're fucked. They're fucked. I know it. You know it. They know it. And I think that's why we don't. That's why we don't get these questions to the athletes. It's too small. I don't know. I think yeah. Also, and also, and also the tournament itself. I mean, and also the administration. I mean, because again, sometimes you know me. I don't like always it it being framed as something for the players, right? Right. But I mean, the 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 tournament had to have been approved. Right. So you can ask right. ATP management about that, right? The council, the players' council. Oh, right. right. You know, right? It the, had to have been approved. That's what I'm talking about when I say do the background on whatever the case in me. But it you know what? I, I, I'm not questioning intelligence. I'm sure they're smart people. I just, I just don't think they do smart there's work. there's just so much more because I, there's just so much that goes on behind the scenes that we don't necessarily get to see the moment you ask a player a question that they deem inappropriate they march into the tournament director's office and bitch about you they do that it happens but and i'm then, just saying i'm just saying half of this it doesn't have to as, as andrean pointed out we don't have to stop with the players always no you don't can, but the but i'm saying from the top it doesn't matter, though. I mean, yes, it matters. I don't want to say it doesn't matter. That's not what I mean. But the moment somebody rocks the boat and you get complained about, you're out. That's the reality of it. And I think that is a much bigger factor than we're willing to talk about for whatever reason. I mean, because every single one of us has been in the in a, at a tournament in the capacity of press. You know how it goes. But, but but then my question begs then I beg to ask then what are you doing this for? What is the point of all? I don't this disagree then? with you. I don't disagree with you at all. If, if you're not, but in tennis there is to such a fucking some... elitist sport that when somebody does something that you don't like, they just kick you out. Yeah, I mean, because the thing about it is the nature. Of, I mean, I think Janina makes a very fair point, which is that you have to be invited to be a tennis journalist at a tournament. You have to submit. 
and you have to be approved. The very fact that there's an approval process means that there can be a process that allows you not to be. So right. you are always, in some sense, self-editing and, um, and self-regulating by virtue of that, right? So you might want to ask a question, but if you feel like the question is not going to be welcome, you are going to, you're going to be on your P's and Q's. There's not a lot of freedom there. Now, if, for example, you are with a leading paper, and so you have some leverage in the sense that if you are absent from the tournament, most people will notice it then you might have a little bit more wiggle room there, right? There are a couple of people who we know who are always at tournaments. And if you, if that person takes this position and like, I'm going to push this forward, then there's probably more likelihood that this will, you might be able to get some movement and some traction there. But if you're like a lone journalist who are just, who's just happy to be even invited in the room, I think you're leery of asking any question that's going to put you on the offside of like, the person who decides whether you come or not. And that's just the nature of that, you know? And so people have to understand that that's partly why that becomes uncomfortable. But I mean, I think, and so sometimes I think it's harder. I don't think you can put it on the the journalist in the room um, because you have to understand how the dynamics of getting in the room plays out. Right. So part of it is like, well, maybe you're doing background and then you do that background research and you ask the question of how did this tournament get up going, who approved it, um, what did the different players, council members think about it, which is something that you're not doing at the tournament, right? That's something you're doing before you even get there. And you probably don't even have to interview the players in that way. Right. Um, so, you know, the thing that's interesting is that lots of leading journalists have access to members of the players councils that they meet up with and talk about different things. It's just oftentimes when they do that, they're not asking about these things. They're asking mm -hmm. about the potential money fight that's coming, but they're not asking about something like this, which is probably the best time to ask it, right? Because you have this person alone and you don't have to worry about your, I mean, I you still have to worry afraid. about access. Of course, it's a scary thing. Yeah. It's all about I, access and tennis. And I'm, and I don't, I'm, and again, I don't, I don't, I don't agree with it, but I do think that you it plays that. a much bigger part than people realize. Much bigger. So you're self-censoring. That's what I meant. You're self-censoring. So yeah. you don't even have to censor. You do it. Nobody has to censor you. You're doing it because you're considering whether you're going to be invited back the next year. Yeah. Well, for the most part, I don't know all of these people. And I'm just simply saying that, you know, um, most of them look like they've been around for a while. Right. Generally, I think um, people that I see people mention their names. So they're constantly there. Right. So I, my question is really like, what are you? What are you doing then? If you're there and you're constantly self-censoring, right? And we constantly hear them bitch and moan about the lack of money they get, that they're doing this for themselves, they're traveling around on their own dime, et cetera, et cetera, how they're struggling for, you know, they appreciate the meal cards, whatever it is. Like, I'm just like, at what point does your integrity kicks in, right? It has nothing about. I mean, it has. It's. it's well, less I mean, I mean about in, it's less about integrity and about. I mean, listen, less integrity is always a part of it, but you also have to recognize this is a marketplace. Tennis is not some sport that everybody's eager to cover. Do you right. know what I mean? So, I, it's it's, a, it's a delicate bit. dance. Like if this so, was a sport um, where they were rabid fans and the mm -hmm. demand was great, the the reporter in some sense becomes a much more empowered position. But they're yep. self-defeating, right? But anyway, I guess. Because I'm just looking at this, okay. At what point do you say, okay, I'm here writing the same story over and over and over again? Well, I'm sure they don't care. They're living their dream. Okay. Well, I don't know. I mean, I don't know any of those things, but I'm just, I think you have to play out all the dynamics 
before you can um uh, make a judgment about whether something's happening or not happening there's just i think there's just a whole lot like i i agree with you reels 100 percent. ask the fucking question but it's just not that easy it's not that easy but just as long as you are willing to deal with the consequences of asking right okay and that, I mean, and that's fine. You know, if you're going, if you're letting to that, if you're getting to that tournament for the very first time, and that's the only time you want to be there, fine. Ask, ask burn yeah, the take house your down chances. But do you better you believe do. that when you go to the next one, tournament director A is going to talk to B, and they're going to decide together whether or not you're coming in, because that's just how shit works. It's how it works. And you know, and it's fine. You might be able to go into the press room, but when will you be able to gain access to a player that you want one on one with? It's a tricky situation. Um, it's a delicate dance. Delicate, delicate <laughs> dance. Um, <laughs> um, and then I think the biggest news um, that really came out in terms of ATP is the fact that they have settled on a CEO before we came. I think bef- they have finally settled on a CEO, which is um, Andrea Gardens, which I'm sure pronounced, it's, it's totally pronounced um, differently than I said it. Um, he's an Italian... Gardine? <laughs> no. I'm making that up. <laughs> I know. It's like, how do the Italians deal with Z? Anyway, so um so he won three ATP titles and I and I think the good thing for him is that he's college educated and, and has a business degree. You know, and I think we has, love that around here, yes, right? And has run um run, I think, businesses. So the assumption is that this is gonna be a person who's comfortable understanding the player world as well as the business world. And I think this time around and someone our, who reads. Yes, and I think they have, they've also decided they're going to separate the roles. They're going to separate the CEO and chairman. It's been joint for years, but I think they've decided it makes more sense to separate them out. So he's officially the CEO, but not the chairperson. So I think there's still another role to be fulfilled. But off offline, y'all, we were just realizing and just saying to ourselves that suddenly the ATP is emerging as an Italian stronghold. <laughs> Don't eat the tortellini. Yeah, they've got the World Tour Finals in Turin starting in 2021. And, and they have some of your finals. matches may have already been decided before it actually happened. Stop. And then next gen is, is in Milan until 2021. And the thing that we're... And then they're also having the emergence of Sinner and um, Berrettini. So while we were all sleeping, the Italians have swept up the ATP. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> um, Crazy, but it, huh? But it was noted by my colleagues that Italy has some challenges, and so we'll have to see what that all means in the future. But you know, it's but you know, in in Europe and it's tennis, so we any challenge we it, it's never no challenge is big enough for us not to look away. We would just pretend like it's not happening. <laughs> It'll be until, I mean <laughs> until least... some outside agency gonna write a story about us. <laughs> I know. Well, the the thing about it is the 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 ATP get on it, Buzzfeed to keep this to keep the stronghold in Europe. That is what it is. So I I don't know if I don't know if you all know, but I took a look. Um, this was another thing. It was just an aside though. Um, so you know how um you know how Vasip Pospisil has been you know working his magic uh, um outside the normal channels. Mm-hmm. Um, he talked about the fact that a group of players um, secured the engagement of a um, of a law firm to help them negotiate directly with the Grand Slam tournaments. Mm-hmm. Well, apparently, in in a move of like surprising in a surprising move, it is not just them on their own. They've also asked the ladies to come in on the action. So um, Sloan, who's now on the 
Council, Players Council on the AT and the WTA side, they are working with Vasic Pospisil with the with this um, law firm to try to get mm-hmm. um, to try to negotiate with the um, the slams on their own. Uh, Wimbledon and the U.S. Open said, "Nah, we're not interested in chatting with you about it." So the, their their big push is to get the same percentage of revenue that other sports people get from their major events, which they in their and the, the language I've been seeing is that most of those things are 50 50. So they now. Yeah. And NBA. Yeah. And the NBA. So now they want the same thing, but with the slams, not the individual tournaments. They've decided to make a really big push for the slams because um, I think the number that's, that's floating. The yeah, the number that floats for them is like they get 12, 12 to something like 15, 18% of revenue. So they want to push for a larger percentage of the slams and their big their very first push is going to be the Australian Open. However, per I mean we know no, per Chris Clary, um Rafa and Federer are not a part of we're not a part of the official letter. Interesting. But I'm not certain when that letter was issued. I don't know if it was before they officially rejoined the council or not. <clears throat> hmm. well, so I, we'll watch and see. We're gearing up for a battle at the Australian Open, but I tell you, who's I not mean, gonna be, who's who's going to be boycotting the the Australian Open as we enter? Nobody, this and they're clearly going after the Australian Open first because they feel most comfortable there. Yeah. They feel like the people are going to be most receptive. You think? Yep. And there, there's For that sure. big meeting that happens that all the players attend. That's true. It's a good so, timing. So there is yeah. already a, that that meeting <clears throat> political vibe mind there as well. People know they got to be stick around for a meeting. And also because they they I think the Australian Open probably gives them the most already. Well, but I think it's going to be real out, sticky. So. I mean, I think what's interesting is you need the t- the perception is you need the top three guys to participate. Um, but the top three guys are in their own separate chase for slams. So I find it interesting who's going to be willing to boycott. No one's boycotting. I don't even think the people that would consider even talking about boycotting will boycott because none of them, listen, if anybody can boycott, it's going to be Federer, Rafa, Nadal. They can afford it. The other guys probably can't. They make, they do good at one slam and then they're set for the year and they're so inconsistent. They don't know if they're going to have another opportunity to make that kind of money again. Well, I mean, my thinking is like, you know, aside from the top three guys, like what about the big, the, you know, I think what about the, the, the also's your Medvedevs, your people who are sort of emerging and getting that. I mean, they've been particularly on apolitical. So I'm sort of curious about where they stand. Right. Because that's their good chance, too. Right. You're thinking you're like, listen, I'm, I'm at the peak of my career right now. Like I'm hitting, you know, I'm, I'm winning tournaments left and right. You know, mm-hmm. what, what is dumb? Yeah. Do I want to stop now? Yeah. I mean, do I want to stop my momentum? I yeah. mean. And there's definitely a lot of factors that go into it, but clearly one of the biggest one is money because that's what we're fighting for. I'm not sure that, you know, it's for the right people again, but you got to start somewhere. Um, I don't know. I just, I don't see any of them. Maybe Pospisil is willing to boycott because what the fuck's he doing anyways? Yeah. Is he even playing? Like, yeah. So it's not a big deal for him. Yeah, I mean, it's tricky. It's a tricky situation for them. I mean, aside from offering boycotting as like your final your final thing, I mean, there's got to be other moves you can can make. 
what what is there really i mean honestly what can a tennis player do if you go you can either play or not play you don't have another option you really don't I mean, that's that's got to be your big move. Like, if you genuinely aren't getting what you want, you've been having this conversation for nearly Forever. a year now mm-hmm. openly. So, you know, who knows how long it's been going on beyond that. But as a tennis player, like, really, you, you're not going to show up in protest. We've been here, done that. They've had the opportunity to do it. You know, you're not going to show up and warm up in your I can't breathe shirt or something like that. That doesn't seem to be like something that would happen. I mean, it's an option. You know, we've talked about what might a tennis protest look like. Um, maybe they can do something like that. But in I don't know. It really seems like in solidarity, the only thing that they really could do that's really going to make a difference um and grab enough attention because tennis itself isn't big enough i i think if if every tennis player you know showed up on on tour in during their warm-up war just for example a a black lives matter or give us 50 percent. yeah give us 50 percent, 50 50 if everybody did that is it going to make the news cycle? Yeah. Is it going to be the leading story? No. Why? Because it's tennis. So they would. If everyone would... did it, it would. If everyone, I don't know, Andrine. I don't know. Everyone. It's going to make the news cycle, but is it going to no, be a no, really, really big story? Let me tell you why. Let me tell you why. Because you know why? Because very rarely does any sports organization come together. Even they don't even come together to deal with dopers. So if tennis is able to do this. And all of them come together and maybe a little, you know, like a little few people, whatever. But if like if the, if the top 100 in both the men and the women show up at the major in Australia sit with a T-shirt that says 50-50, trust me, they can't find all of them. And if they find all of them, then it's going to be a situation they would have to to do something. They physically showed up. They didn't they didn't boycott. They That's physically exactly. showed up and spoke. They didn't speak. Right. That's the thing. Right. It's like you put on the shirt and everyone is there. It's a very passive action, but it's still one that you're going to have to acknowledge. You're going to have to talk about it. Everybody's like, what's the 50 50 shirt about? What's that about? What does that mean? Can you explain it? How did you first of all, they just want to know how did all people coordinate to wear it? Show up with a 50 50 shirt on. I want my cut, bitches. (laughs) I mean, you have to get everyone to do it, though. No, I, I agree. I just, it would make I don't the know news. It would, I don't make, know it would make the news. It would make yeah, the news. I, yeah, it's going to make the news. I just it, don't know how many stories. It would make top. It would make top. It, it would not necessarily continue in perpetuation like an, an NBA thing would. But ESPN would cover it. They would. Well, and especially if you're not doing it, you, what well, you'd have to do is you have to agree to a set of times, right? You have to agree to do it the whole week. You can't just do it one day. Right. Yeah. One, one day it's like a story, but which if you're is doing what I hate week, when they always yeah, do create a fucking right? movement. You lazy bastards, create a movement. <laughs> and also, anyway. the, the other reason why you do it is also for education purposes. You educate yes. fans as well. Like, if well, look what came... happened when Colin Kaepernick tried to educate fans. But it's one. Job. But oh, it's fans. one. Oh, but he had of, you know, it's one. But you know, I mean, he had but plenty you know of people. What? If every, every, but if everyone had shown up the next week after he explained himself and took a knee with him, then that's a different situation. Well, I think One that's person you can because, isolate. Two, you uh, can isolate. But this is kind of different, though, because Colin Kaepernick is speaking about something that is external to the actual game, right? It's oh, not, I it's agree. Just, I, it's I'm not just happening with the game. Around. And trust but me, yeah, Colin, but, Ka- but, 
Colin Kaepernick, they didn't but, educate the people, but Colin Kaepernick was just even an ignorant, um, ignorant public. People who just didn't want to learn. Well, but but also, I think... I think doing it even with a group would have been helpful. I think they also failed him in that way. The other players failed him. Right. You know, you have to recognize that they can't give it to all of you. They can't shoot us all. I mean, they could, but they're probably well, not. Well, you know what? Colin Kaepernick also learned that, you know, this thing that I think a lot of times, not everyone is on your boat with you, you know, not all skin teeth. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, people would be like, they're all like, there is a classic story, who's going to bail the cat? Like, you know, like, yeah, let's put a bell on the cat so we'll figure out when the cat is coming. That's what the mouse said, the mice said. But then who's going to do that, right? So only Colin Kaepernick was willing to do it. And I applaud him for that. He was the one. Well, and it couldn't have been just his team because then you could ostracize the team. Like, it has to be across teams, right? Right. Like, all the quarterbacks would have had to do it. You know, those are the kinds of ways that, like, you generate some help, right? It's like you can't – because if it's just Nole showed up with 50-50, first of all, whew, what a villain he'd be. But, um, you know, but if, if it was more than that, then you can't villainize all of them. That's, you know, their strength in numbers in some ways. But yeah, and Nola's I mean, not good at explaining things. So don't let Nola be a spokesperson. Nope. Well, and I mean, he's one of the few that signed on to that letter. He's not, you know, so I mean, it's tragic because I think it's a good position, but Nola has a reputation that makes it that much harder for his, you know, things to get through. But anyway, like Janina says, if you show up 50 50, give her, give her her cut. <laughs> she needs 25%. <laughs> so now it's going to be 50 25. Shit, motherfuckers, y'all work, y'all work that math out somewhere else. Janina's not interested in that. No, it can't be twenty five percent. Cause guess what? The law firm, I think they promised the law firm what twenty. Oh, Jesus. Look, you know what? I'll take five. I'm look, fine with that. Janina, stop it. This is a one time fee. They're gonna, <laughs> they're gonna collect that fifty percent for the rest of their tennis playing life. Don't be playing me. No, you take, you take your big cash or up front. But anyway. For a moment of time, let us get to the main event of this podcast. This podcast was recorded for two reasons. One, okay. because Federer won. And congratulations, Federer. This is title number 125. I don't know. No, 103. <laughs> <laughs> Stop advancing the poor man. Why are you making shit up? Oh, my God. <laughs> Federer, we lose count after 100. You know what? See, 103 isn't so special anymore. You know, All with- right. But anyway, but... The main event is the WTA annual ladies final at photo gallery. Now, See, that's a moment. They could do you have the pictures up? Because, there. I mean, do we go from <laughs> left to right, right to left, closest to the trophy? <laughs> or what jumps out of us right Man, now? listen. <laughs> These women. I. Fuck. <laughs> I don't know how to start because they were unrecognizable some of them like I legit didn't know first of all I think it was Fidelina that had on the pants she usually wears pants right I don't understand why she usually wears pants she doesn't typically look bad but she looks so out of place that she looks bad she looks like a soap opera villain she looks like a soap opera villain that's what she looked like like, listen everybody else has on a dress don't show up in pants period no, you can't school that. I don't know what it was. I but... am. I didn't know who the fuck she was. She looks more like an I oh my god. I never know who she is. I look and I look and I look. And if it wasn't for the fact that she always has on some fucking pants, 
I'm, I'm like that's got to be Svitolina. It's well, sometimes she just looks dirty, anyways. So she cleans up well. I mean, clearly so well that you don't even know who the fuck she is. I don't know if she looks dirty. She looks great. What is this thing you're saying? No, no, no. In the picture, she doesn't look. I'm saying sometimes in general, here just looks kind of dirty. Like maybe she doesn't shower. The thing is, the thing is, it's it's the material. So was it like leather and and like. And like um, velvet, cotton, cotton uh, velvet, a uh, corduroy. <laughs> yeah, so it's like it's you know because that's a that's a hot idea. Like pants is a hot idea. I love the top, but I don't like the brown pants. Like so, no, if she was gonna no, do it, do the no. whole thing in black. Hand do the whole see. thing in black with the red shoes. I think it's just like the, the top looked like high class and the bottom looked like old navy. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> and I know, like, I, 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 yeah, it's just. I didn't. It looked I, like she was trying on a costume, like literally a legit costume, and yeah, she didn't finish. It. it was, it was not yeah, good. Yeah, it's a hot mess. Yeah, I mean, look, I keep it's trying not... to think, you know, I could give Bianca a shot, whatever. But what she the fuck just... is Kavitova wearing? I mean, look, let's not even get to Kavitova. <laughs> yet. I mean, Bianca. Bianca. No, 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 real. You, you can't go to the right. You got. Okay, let's stay on the let's stay on the left side then. Oh, Kavitova. Ooh. Those details look like toilet paper from afar. I'm just saying. It looks like definitely looks like a craft project gone wrong. <laughs> this is I'm a finished. you know nailed it, failed it Pinterest thing. Yeah, it didn't work. I I, I, I I like the beginning. You know, it's interesting, right? Because if you had just that internal section, that little white section, and it was everything else was black, and maybe it was like because we got black pantsuit or something, it might have worked. But all the little floating things, I just, it didn't, mm -mm. Is it a pants or is it a skirt? Is it a skirt. Okay. Or it looks like it could be a skirt. Oh, it's not a dress? It's not a whole dress? It could be a a jumper, no? It could be a jumper, but I I don't even think it went even that far. See, this is so bad, we don't even know. You know what? Okay, anyways. Okay. Bad. Uh, Fail. You know what? Someone was trying with the hair and then they just said, fuck it. Let's give up. And I I think, um, I don't mind Asaka's dress, but I think it's too long. Mm -mm, mm -mm. Nope, we're not going to do that. This looks like origami and at a good time. This looks like the shit you fit. It looks too long. It just, it looks, I'm like, it's like draping on the floor and I don't think it's meant to be that kind of dress. Speedy, I know you have a lot of natural long hair and it's difficult to like press it it. on whatever the case may be to the, but look, girl. can't just pull it to the side. Girl. If you're gonna have big wild hair, have the big wild hair. You Let's know what she looks like? Throw to the side. She looks like she just came out of the shower and wrap a towel around her, put on some heels, and put her hair to the side. But you That's know what's it. so funny? That's not actually what happened because they showed the behind the scenes. People were doing I a lot of work. They did a lot of work, and you know what? They should all be fired. Mm-hmm. I know. That was. You know you, what? I bet you there wasn't that was enough the black Oval makeup artists. That Somebody. was just fake. That was just hey, fake. Hey, you know what? The white women look like shit, so they should still be fired. No, but that's what I'm saying. I'm just saying that a cadre of makeup artists that didn't include any folks of color would have probably stopped somebody and say, listen, this ain't white. This mm-hmm. doesn't look good. Somebody mm-hmm. needed to stop. Um, you know, I, what's your face? Melissa Bencha, she looked okay. No, hold on, Bencha, hold she on. looks fine. Wait, 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 it was wait, wait, wait. plain. So we're but gonna skip, so we we're gonna sit here and watch Ashley Bali showing up for the party. I mean, did she think she was doing like a traditional gown of the nation or something? What the fuck is this? Which one, Ashley Hello. Barty? Yes. What is happening? I mean, oh it's it's, a, it's an office dress. It's nice. It's an Ooh, office dress. If somebody wears that to my office, I'm gonna ask them what's wrong. <laughs> 
Hey, it's a nice. Are you no, looking at no, the full no, 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 no. picture? Are you looking at the full picture? First of all, the thing looks like it just stop. came out of a bag. It look, it's not ironed. It looks rumpled Quite at the bottom. It, yeah, oh, no. I, I, I didn't mind. I it. had hair pulled up in the back. Like ooh, that's what I'm good. saying. Office. It was very office chic, mm-hmm. but I didn't think appropriate for the event. This, this is this is where you ready. You you come to office. You got a new dress, thinking you look cute, <laughs> and it's not. <laughs> Oh God! You gonna kick me out of the office? And everybody, it it's it's like they had a sale on black pump somewhere. Yeah, because black pumps are very functional. Mm-mm, Don't mm-mm, knock mm-mm, it. Mm-mm. <laughs> now, black pumps are functional, oh. but I can't, I can't, I can't. We can't do this. Oh, and let's get to Simona Hallop. For once, her hair looks adult appropriate. For yeah, once. it looks washed. It looks conditioned. It looks shiny, <laughs> bouncy. It, like somebody did their job with that head. Yeah. Okay. But you um, know what? I think the dress is actually okay if it just decided to be a dress. Just why was it? Why did I have that long part? It's like just cut it into it. Oh my top, god, you're right. I didn't even notice that it blends onto the background a little bit. Oh, that is horrid. Somebody dress, look, Simona Halep looked like she's wearing a Photoshop dress. Like this was <laughs> like like someone just like, like I don't even know what this is. I, it's just such the wrong like I love the design up top and then it's like it, it's going and it's a dress and then it's like wait is it a pants no, no. it's just just so make it a dress it, either one long thing I don't you know I don't like those tailed dresses anyway the ones where it's like unsure no um, Ashley Hardy should never wear a dress ever she should have had the pants on thank she you the pants thank you but you know who needs to, you know who would have looked. She should have wear a fedora. <laughs> what if she should have wear a fedora? Yes. Because oh, since yeah. she ain't doing a thing with that guy that I'm here, put a fedora <laughs> and a pants. You know the only one showing up in a fedora and a pants is our favorite um Fedelina? our person who didn't make it. No, the Spanish Spada. girl. No, not Spada. Who's the Spanish player that hasn't been fine? Oh, Garbi. Killed it. She got been with a killed it. She would have mailed a pantsuit. She would have tried um, with some pantsuits. Um, Gabin has breathed her fashion for the past yeah, year. Has, so. She's definitely well, done better. She's been listening to this podcast. Thank you, Gabin. I wish you success <laughs> next year, except against Venus and Serena. Oh, Jesus. Um, yeah, the Bianca. Mm. Ooh. So bad. Can we say cultural appropriation? Just right off the bat. Well, Which part of China. Bitch, how the fuck you gonna be in China? I mean, Usaka maybe should have had this dress on. No. (laughs) Janina. It would have been more appropriate. No, it won't. (laughs) (laughs) Actually, you know what? Think about it. Actually, could we have switched the dresses and made them better on some people? Actually, no, you know, I would have because I most would of put, the dresses are so fucking horrible they shouldn't be seen in public. I period. would put Osaka's. I would put Osaka's dress on um, on Petra. On Petra, actually, even um or on Copless. Right. Somebody Petra's dress isn't that bad. Actually, I'm looking at it up close. Mm. Which one? Uh, Pliskova. But she's doing that fucking hair sweep mm. thing too. Mm. It's not a bad dress. Three D. Three D. It's broad no, daylight. No. It's broad daylight, and and, and I know she perfect. does kind of look like a street walker, right? And Plisco, well, I wasn't going to say that, but Plisco is ready for the disco. <laughs> Whatever know, disco um, Twiddlelina is a bouncer for, that's <laughs> the Carolina. <laughs> 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 it's, it's just 
the wrong dresses. I mean, and I loved what Benchich has on, but it just feels, but you know what it is? It would have been fine if it was amongst a whole other group of people. So with her, it's Benchich like, it's actually a nice. Like well, and Benchich is actually pretty. Yeah. And that matters. You know, some people just aren't pretty. You know, Naomi is pretty, so she can, she can almost pull this off. Um, some people just aren't. I don't even it's think it's not. Honest to goodness, I, I don't, I don't think it had to do with looks at all. Oh, just, but it does. Look no, at Barbie. No, 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 Listen, everyone I is pretty. Every one of these women. No, is they're not. I'm not. Oh, no, no, that's not true. No, every one of these women are attractive. Their look made them less attractive looking. Exactly. I, their looks had nothing to do with the dresses. I, I think, think you're just being nice, but no, I'll no, no, just no, no. Honestly, nice. I think these no, are. No. I think these are all lovely girls. But I'm just like. Well, I don't believe lovely. that. That's you know. Really? Hey, beauty is subjective, anything. right? No, I do not find them no. all attractive. No, no. I think they're all attractive mm-hmm. women. I think their dresses they put them in did not do anything to improve on their looks at all exactly i agree i agree they could all that they could almost all of these look benchage look to me as a standout i know people were hating on the shoes but at least someone came ahead and didn't buy their shoes at payless right <laughs> the shoes are I, cute. The yeah, like shoes. but the thing about it just that i needed a dress to be if you're gonna wear shoes like that i needed the dress to be something more like that i expected that to be like if somebody like coco had got to the finals this dress says for benchage this is juvenile this no, is it, I don't really, it, you think so? I mean, it looks like she's going to go flamenco me, dancing. Let me tell you what it fine. is. Let me tell you what it is. This stretch, Benchus is the boss, and Ashley is <laughs> the secretary. So whatever <laughs> office is... Yeah, you know, and uh, Kvitova is fucking cleaning the toilets. <laughs> <laughs> and she got toilet paper all over her, right? <laughs> oh, my God. I, you know what though? I don't even blame the ladies because you know with these kinds of events, there are stylists involved. Look, I don't know who these stylists are. They have zero. There's sense. gotta be stylists involved. Let me tell they you something. Be fired, I'm telling uh, you. Let me tell you something. So Kavitova is cleaning the toilet. <laughs> you know, um Fidelina is the bouncer. Party um body and um Benchich are going to some office function afterwards. Naomi is um, Naomi's someone's uh secret lover. I wanna say she's some promotion girl. Like she's selling something. Maybe toilet paper, maybe paper towel, maybe paper. You know what I mean? <laughs> but Ash but as for the other um Christopher is the bounce is going to the club but I said Spiderlin is the bouncer for her. And that leaves Halep and Halep's the general and, manager. and Bianca. They look like they are. You know what they're doing? They're no, Bianca looks like a hostess. They're stunt doubles for some action movie. There is. <laughs> I think you Bianca is the hostess, and and Halep is the general manager. Nope, yeah. nope, nope, nope. There's a new Charlie's Angels movie coming out, and they're oh, gonna be. No. They're, they're in it. No, but I think everyone is personally offended by Bianca's oh. shoes. She does not have the name brand on the shoes. I am offended by all of her. Thank you. It's chopstick. I mean, the the only thing that can make this even more tacky is if she had chopstick in her hair, which I can't even tell. This is so bad. I mean, this is so bad. Can I just say, can I ask a question? This is a challenge. Because I think everyone needs to wear outfits that suit their personality. Does it work better if the pictures are all sort of similar color scheme ish? Yes. I think that always I looks wanna, better. I don't want to put rules about color. 
But I actually think it helps because I think I saw the doubles pictures. Of course it helps. And the doubles ladies all look great because they're also almost all slightly in the same school um, of look. And so I was like, I guess I'm like, I think when you're trying to put together a picture, you know, come as you are is probably not the best one. It's probably a good idea to say, listen, we're doing a color scheme. Because I was like, listen, I don't want to replicate the guys. It's like a suit. It's always the same. So just wear a black suit, right? It looks neat. Look, it's like, it's- I am looking at the doubles here. And let me yeah. tell you something. You got Annalena Grunfeld, who's like 600. I don't know. Really tall. These women, look. I mean, they don't like going to a Quintanera prom. But hey, the selections are so much better. Yeah, and of it's course, it's a nice picture. It's the, the ladies look. I mean, even this one lady, um, she's from Belgium, I think it is. I forget her name. Um, the doubles lady, she came out in a pantsuit. Um, she looks better than Sasha. Yeah, no, the doubles ladies all look great. I mean, I don't like the women in the multicolored dress, uh, the multicolor shirt, but that doesn't, you know, it's okay. Um, some of the dresses Sikova, are a little bit more casual, me. but it still Baba. worked. Who's the girl dress. in sneakers? Sneakers. Is it the one with the multicolor shirt? Mm-mm. Yeah. Bob, a streak of her came for all of these bitches. She came dressed for the singles and the doubles. She oh, is looking. I like I like I'm the lady in the gr- I like the I like the lady in the green dress at the end. The two the, I think it might be the Chan sisters. They look great. Yes. Oh, oh, we're looking at different pose. Oh, I'm looking at different selection of um No, I'm looking at the picture with them around the trophy. But the two people, the two old white people with the fans? No, no, no. I'm looking. No, there's a. The, it's the same picture. If you go to the WTA's website That's for the doubles for the doubles section, the picture of them are surrounding the trophy, the doubles team. So there's two Asian ladies in green on the left side, and of course, Christina Bladenovic looks great, like in a beautiful baby doll dress. It looks gorgeous. So it's great. Um, Y'all let Kiki run this shit next year, okay? Let Kiki, Kiki and Baba Srikava run this shit next year, cause I'm yeah, tired. the outfits for the, the the outfits for the ladies' doubles are far better. They just it just looks so much better. Um, but yeah, I think what it is is like yeah, if you look at the very if you scroll down to the very bottom of the WTA screen and you go to the doubles picture, they're sitting yeah they're sitting around a trophy, the doubles team, and you can see the the, the consistency of the outfits are better. Um, it's just nicer looking. Yeah, mm, so much better. Just even consistent. I don't know. Yeah, I think maybe you're right, Janina. I didn't want to be prescriptive, but I think a certain color scheme would help. I mean, it just always looks nice in pictures. Period. I, you don't want to tell people what's fair, but you know, I mean, it it does. You don't have to say wear black, wear white. You can say we're gonna wear this these complementary colors. Colors. I mean, they could have picked brown, orange, and yellow, and if everybody wore that. It looked great. Yeah, you know, it, I mean, it looks weird when the colors are just striking because women can do any color; they can do any dress. So if you kind of give a little bit of guidance about the color, the the, the pictures would just look, I don't know, just better. Um, also, invite some designers around the place, young designers, older designers. Yeah, you know what? I've got one in my family. Reach out. Yeah, to me. <laughs> and, and just say hey. You know what I mean? Submit. I mean, like, we pretty much know who the top six would be. You know what I mean? They're confirmed well in advance. You know what I mean? You know, to come for some fitting and some designs. You know what I mean? I mean, like, these are young, athletic bodies. You know what I'm saying? These are young, fit women. People should be running well, to throw clothes on them. I will say, I will say, and I want to make, make it very clear. We are absolutely 
completely grateful for the WTA photo shoot every year. It gives us so much mileage as fans. It's hilarious. I <laughs> <laughs> like, oh I mean, like we were trashing it, but I really take such pleasure in looking forward to the pictures because I'm always like, what is this disaster gonna be? And it's I, you, the points. And I, I have no. to with full gratitude for it because it's just like it's like a man it was like, i don't know if it was last year or the year before or whatever but a lot of the women wore red and like one person had on black in the black the one in black looked you know kind of out of place but it wasn't weird yeah. but they had all had on red and it was gorgeous it yeah was it was a beautiful. couple of years ago carolina plisco i think um i think carolina oh, was, was there too yeah. yes and it looked amazing so when you do that even if somebody chooses a poor dress it still kind of looks okay yeah i think it's part of it is like it's just difficult to deal with all the different dis- all the different styles in a picture too. Like, so if it, if the color scheme is at least consistent, then you could deal with all the styles. But with all the styles and then all the colors, it's just a mishmash to the senses. Yeah. So yeah, it, it makes it harder for anything to really look Do better like. next year, kids. <laughs> yeah, but well, that's a good idea. Like, choose a designer to partner up with and let yeah. that designer dress these women that's an amazing idea i don't know why people don't hire us we rock (laughs) oh actually yeah you know what it was actually 2018 the picture from 2018 most of the late there were three ladies in red three in black and then sloan had a mixed dress it was um it was like a mixture of red and black actually so it was was actually done Oh, see, Spitalina wore pants last year, and see, that was rocking because it was like a tuxedo pants. Yeah. pants, Like I said, she ran out of bottoms or whatever. She was going to be a bouncer. <laughs> Let me see those pants again because they might be girls. They might be wearing some shit. <laughs> yeah, with you. All right. Anyway, ladies, oh, let Janina go back and. Reels is going to share that picture as the cover because <laughs> we. <laughs> Oh, we actually typically every year we do share that picture as. Noted. <laughs> we do, we do. We typically share the thing because you know what's funny? As soon as I saw the picture, I didn't even see anything, and people on my timeline were just like, what? "I just put up, I just put up a gif of me saying, and not even anything. I'm just being like, whew, breathe easy.' That kind of gif. Breathe and we were just easily. like. People were just like, as soon as I saw the picture, I came over because I knew I had something Which is why, again, like, I'm telling you, I'm super grateful. I was like, I felt so seen. I was like, <laughs> <laughs> because this year, because every year I feel like they're doing this on purpose. They're just fucking <gasps> with me. Every year, I can't understand how rich young women Fucking up fashion. Look, I know ladies who on shoestring budget could pull out an outfit in third world nations who could pull out a better outfit for any occasion. Amen. Some of them go to bed dressed better than half a yard. I don't get it. I don't understand what this mess is. This is inappropriate. (laughs) Unacceptable. All right. All right. All right. All right. All right. Anyway, that is the final word for us today. Ladies and gentlemen, hope you enjoy our podcast. It was nice and juicy. Um, just around two hours, and Janina has oh a lot God. of work to do. No, no, no. We were talking. The I think they added the pre-time before we actually sat recorded. Wow. And Janina has a lot of work to do. Plus, she gotta be a mommy. And Andrina and I are just gonna go drink liquor this afternoon, right? <laughs> <laughs> Goodbye. Goodbye. <laughs> Goodbye. <all. laughs> have a good day. <laughs>